0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode... Sorry, chapter three of the Suspense is Killing Us podcast. I'm, I'm Kevin Clark. I'm Matt Lynch. I'm Travis Vote. We're all here talking about... Uh, some more thrillers from the 80s and Juicy 90s. Juicy thrillers. This oh. time, well, this time, we the first couple episodes we started out with, they were uh, fairly. They were exactly the kind of thing I was talking about. Some of them the were the premise. Even it, was tepid. Very, it was very middle of the road. Like. The best one was Presumed Innocent, which was very good, but they're all kind of like, eh. Here we go, and now we're jumping into the fucking deep end. This one, we're getting into right into this. <laughs> we, were,
1: we really got down to it, didn't erotic we? Erotic thrillers, we and really we're just resist. starting.
0: We got to start with the. We have to do. We had to get this one out. One of them out of the way, particularly. The way. People are going to keep asking about it yeah. anyway. So uh, today we're going to be talking about three different uh, erotic thrillers mm. from the '90s: uh, Basic Instinct, ugh, Sliver, ugh. and. Body um, of Evidence. We, <laughs> I almost said it. I've totally forgot. That's how bad that movie is. I just forgot the title. I keep watched, forgetting the title. We
1: all three of us watched all three of these movies in the last week. Yeah. These movies. Uh are I watched, gross. I watched
0: Sliver and, and uh, Body of Evidence like back to back.
1: They're all Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Well, I mean which which should we start with? Should we, have we to save start the with the best? I think we're we to start, start with Basic, basic Instinct first.
0: I want to start with Basic Instinct because <clears throat> the uh, other the other two were clearly just trying to be basic. Exactly. Instinct. Like sp- particularly body of evidence is just tri- is like uh, Sliver was only made because with Sharon Stone because of basic in- instinct. But body of evidence is just like a like a real a very poor man's a very 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 <laughs> poor man's basic yes. instinct yeah. in like every sense of the word. Yes, they were like we understand
1: what what made Basic Instinct <laughs> good. Let's turn don't this we? Erotic
2: thriller into a really boring courtroom drama.
0: Before we get to the really boring courtroom drama, though, let's talk about let's spend some time on Basic Instinct.
2: We got thirty one stab wounds. Or was it? Ice pick. Speak to him as Catherine Trammell, please. Is she a suspect? She's a suspect.
1: I wanted to write a book about the murder of a retired rock and roll star. You know
3: how she does the boyfriend? With an ice pick.
1: She intended the book to be her alibi. I picked him up, and I had sex with him.
3: You didn't feel anything for him. You just had sex with him for your book.
1: In the beginning. Then I got to like what he did for me. You like playing games, don't you?
2: It's nice. You've got no physical evidence. She's lying. What's your new
0: book about?
3: A detective.
0: She falls for the wrong woman. Matt, I'm going to let you just sort of... Uh, I mean, I, I assume everybody who's listening to this podcast is either watched these movies or doesn't, but we can describe so. the plot real quick. We're still going to spoil
2: the hell out of these movies. Well, yeah, there's we're going to really, spoil there's them
1: There's really right no need to watch Sliver or Body of Evidence, but really, you should watch You should watch them, For fuck's sake.
2: Well, you should watch them because we did. Yeah. Basic Instincts is 91? Yes. 91, Coralco, produced by Coralco, who did like rambo terminator 2 they were like a huge studio in the in the late 80s early 90s and they hitched their wagon to paul veroven who had did who had done a total recall for them and he made this erotic thriller based on a script by the great joe (laughs) Esterhaas. more more from joe esterhaz to come oh so much more i've been doing a lot of homework uh it's michael douglas plays a cop named nick curran in san francisco and he's He's uh, he's a loose cannon, this guy. He's he's uh, getting investigated by internal affairs for for shooting people, including some tourists. Four people, five, f- <laughs> five people. Uh, he's doing too is much. Is that before coke. the movie starts? It's five people, or by the end of it? No, it's five people. They're like they keep telling he keeps, They keep saying he shot five people.
0: Okay, like That's over so... the
2: course, it's not one shooting incident. It's multiple shootings. That's so many people. It's a lot of people. Did he shoot
0: any cops, or is that? A, am I thinking of a different movie? I think you're thinking of a I'm different movie. I'm thinking of a different movie where a guy, a cop accidentally shot a cop. I watched it really close. <laughs> yeah. But oh, it, it seems like there Lethal was... Lethal Weapon 3? No, anyway, it was no, a, no. It was some other movie. It was some newer movie. This a decent movie called small time, small, small time Crime or something. Small Town, small crime. town crime with John Hawks. Anyway, that's beside the point. For a second it's there, I I got him and, him and Michael Douglas in this movie mixed up because they're both shitty cops.
2: But anyway, he shot a bunch of people. He's been doing too much coke. He's been drinking too much booze. <laughs> He's and not a good uh, he's, he's on the ropes, man. He's he's having a rough time. Uh, you know, <clears throat> he's banging the uh, the psychiatrist, the police psychiatrist who is uh, assigned to to his case, mm-hmm. Jean Triplehorn. Mm-hmm. Jean Triplehorn, poor Jean Triplehorn, possibly Horn. the prettiest woman <coughs> who ever lived at this at this point in time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you can see why he'd want to stray away from that. They have an unpleasant relationship, to say the least. Um, well, mostly because of him. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and then, meanwhile, this. Uh, this famous rock star named Johnny Boz is murdered. So it opens with them. Going it opens to them, with Johnny with the, Boz with the, with the, being murdered during sex by a blonde woman fucking, who stabs him multiple times through the yeah. face and head with that's an a ice first, pick. That's a first the first scene in chest. the movie. It's, it's fucking, awesome. like a hardcore it's, sex yeah. scene. There's yeah. a, well, not hardcore. There's but, also you know. that great shot where the ice pick goes through his nose yeah. and his mouth. <laughs> yeah. You're like, did Paul Verhoeven
0: direct this? Is uh-huh. this Paul Verhoeven Yeah, it's great. This must be Paul Verhoeven.
2: It's very, it's Rob Bottin who did the special effects for like a makeup for Total Recall on like oh, 7 and God, stuff. Wow. So it's yeah. like super gnarly.
0: RoboCop too. Mm-hmm. He designed the RoboCop. RoboCop. Um, and I'm going to be saying RoboCop a lot a during lot. this podcast, I That's think. Fine. so. Uh, you. Yeah.
2: And and Curran, Nick Curran, Michael Douglas's character is assigned to the case. I can't believe you remember his name. <laughs> Shooter Curran.
0: <laughs> I know. I just remembered Shooter. I forgot his name. They call him Shooter because he him, shoots people. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> and he's still
2: employed. Still employed. Five people. <laughs> and uh, and he he uh, he quickly determines that the likely suspect is the woman who was uh, who was having sex with the guy at the time, Catherine Trammell, a novelist, uh, <laughs> and head case, who basically seems to live to fuck with everybody, literally and figuratively, that crosses her path. Uh, and they, of course, become entangled in a very steamy, well, to racy fuck, relationship. To fuck with
0: and to
2: just fuck. That was what I meant by literally and figuratively. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Well, don't stop. And well, that's I'm it. Done. That's, that's the the movie. it. That's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happens?
2: They they fall into a seedy relationship, and uh, he sort of investigates the murder.
1: Yeah. It's very seedy, it's very uh, <laughs> and then there's like a lot of, uh, I don't know, it's Beethoven, so there's other stuff going on. There's a
2: lot more going on. The plot is kind of incidental.
1: One of the things that I noticed um, that, was, that, that struck me this time, and uh, every t- I'm not sure I like this movie, but it is great. Mm-hmm. i have to put it that way, because um, I find it, it's just so unpleasant. There's so many unpleasant people being unpleasant constantly through the whole thing, yeah. that it's just hard for me to enjoy, but it's awesome. At the same time, like Paul Verhoeven is at the top of his game in this. Sharon Stone is incredible in yeah. this movie. Michael Douglas is doing what Michael he's Douglas it. does. It's, it's I, it's I his don't best like Michael it. Douglas' performance. Okay. <laughs> I don't like it, but that's what he does. I wouldn't and say that's it's his best, but he, Douglas. but
0: he is doing. He is. I mean, this movie. You know, this he fucking Michael Douglas is the shit out of this. Like it's uh, it's something. Like he's. I even makes you think like Michael Douglas like keeps playing these kind of parts, and this is like the. Apex of that, and it's like, geez, I think Michael Douglas might just be this fucking guy. <laughs> I mean, also, or he wishes he was at least.
2: It's like just just in terms of technical craft, it's it's pretty impressive. You got Frank Uriasti, who edited Die Hard, who basically created the way action movies got edited in the '80s and the '90s. Shot by Jan De Bont, Jan who de also de shot Bont. Die Hard.
0: That's right, yeah, Jan De Bont, famous for shooting. So I mean, roar. the
2: movie looks and sounds and is basically directed within an inch of its life. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, I
0: agree with Travis that I don't know if I like it, but oh, it is fucking it is a it is a masterpiece. It's like exactly what it wants to be. Like I yes. can't I can't quite say that like it's something that I totally enjoyed and that I don't and that also I couldn't didn't find laughable, but I also was like this is exactly like um it's like the best adaptation of it's like the, the best example of like an airplane novel made into like a movie where you're just like it's fucking trash and yeah, it's, it's graphic such trash and it's just like nasty and you're just like what am I even looking at here and it's like uh yeah it's everything you want you know like these sort of cold uh newer like fincher movies to be but and like it, and it's so I mean that's it, that's its reputation
1: of course yeah. but it is so fucking smutty <laughs> Yes. Like, what was happening in the early 90s that these smut fests came out and, and people were going to the theater the and just one. watching people fuck? I mean, yes, exactly. But this is the... And so I guess you could blame all the other ones on this one, but what is it about this movie that clicked with America and, and obsessed everyone? This movie was
0: huge. And this is the best one,
1: too, well, it was I would say. it's
2: also pretty controversial. I mean, it's not like people were just okay with it. Right. You know? I mean that's and not the just for the sex. I mean it was the... controversial for other reasons. I mean there were they protested it at the Oscars, right? Because of all of the uh, there were people who thought it was deeply homophobic and they're not entirely wrong, uh, and certainly misogynistic. Although at that at that point I do think they're wrong, uh, but you know the movie was controversial beyond just the the, the seeminess of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just funny to watch that movie now and feel and like. See, think how 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 this movie was even taken seriously for a fucking yes. second. Yeah, it's it's like, weird to
2: me that people didn't look at it and think it was supposed to be intentionally high pitched and silly. Well, even yeah. yeah. more supposed to be laughing at. Well,
0: this. even yeah, even that, but just that anybody even like that people didn't look at it, even if they didn't like get it on a higher level, or just look at it and go like, well, that's trash, and then move on, you know, and go like, right. well, why are we? Why are we worried about this movie? I mean, probably because it was a huge studio. This is the thing: is back then they would a movie like this was a huge studio release. No, he mm. makes movies like that anymore, right. really, and and not on a and not on that kind of budget no. with like a hot director like Paul Verhoeven, who's just like going like so I can just put he's like got all of his stuff because his early movies, you know, from. Uh, uh, from Daneland. 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 Was <laughs> from Daneland. Holland. From oh, Holland. God damn it! I couldn't remember. That. I'm like, he's not Danish. Where doesn't, the fuck is he from? It doesn't matter. It's um, a nothing. Country. It doesn't. Yeah. Who fucking it's gives a It's a worthless country. Yeah, whatever. Soldier of war. Stuff to expensive. But he had these. He had these earlier movies <laughs> that were all. That were all just like. Uh, like you know, very sexy. And then he moved to America and immediately made RoboCop, one of the most violent like big studio movies ever made. But it did made. have
1: a, an intergender shower scene. Sure. So. But I
0: mean that movie that show does, I mean RoboCop doesn't have any sex in it at all. But his earlier movies are all that, like The Fourth Man, which I watched recently, is like this whole psychodrama about this guy being paranoid that this woman is going to kill him because she's killed these three other guys that she was with. It's a uh, blonde, a uh, blonde again, too. It's always a blonde. Yeah. But Even Soldier uh, of
1: Orange has this obligatory sex in it. But, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: okay, so. Well, and there's Turkish Delight. And yeah, yeah. Kat Turkish and Delight. And yeah, yeah, and Spetters he, has a lot of gay sex S- in it.
0: Spetters. Spetters has some straight sex in it, too. Mm-hmm. It's got both. I mean, um, you know. I,
2: I'm I'm a big Verhoeven stand. stan. I think he's never made a bad movie.
0: I, I would disagree, but Hollow he, Man,
1: I like Hollow Man. Wow. It's not great. It's his least good Jeez. movie. I don't think we can apply that to
0: this uh, to this podcast, no. unfortunately. But maybe we'll
1: force it in someday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but he but he like brings this movie's like where he sort of brought all of that stuff. It's like because it's the very opening scene is like a pretty for you know, movie standards that aren't hardcore porn. Barely it's graphic. like a pretty graphic sex scene of, of like people just fucking in a laughable way too. just like, ah, ah, and just like she's just fucking riding him in that <laughs> yeah. like in that childish way that like, you know, it's it's a movie that's pitched at people. The first time I watched this, the last time I'd watched this before last week was when I was like 14. And this movie is made literally for horny 14 year olds because yeah. it is like that has that mindset. Not as like, much as Sliver, but we'll get to it. Mm. Yeah, no more than Sliver cuz we, well we'll get to that. Sliver
1: might be a more childish movie about sex. I, I would is. I would I
2: would agree with Travis. Yeah, Sliver's I more would, childish. But Beerhoven has the tendency um, to lean into these things whereas Sliver seems more prudish because it is more Okay,
1: here's what I because, here, that's what I'm saying. Here's what yeah. I here's
0: what I'll say though about that is that yes, you're not wrong that Sliver is a worse movie. But I would say that like this one's pitched at this level of like for these Horny fourteen-year-olds because we I, a bunch because my friends and I all watched it and we were like yeah this is great and it was like you know we were teenagers and then we were like we got to watch this other movie Sliver and I I couldn't I couldn't tell you describe how fucking bored we were by his fucking <laughs> Sliver like if that movie was made for that movie was made for nobody. Basic instinct was made for us to go like yo man we got this we got this fucking unrated cut of basic instinct on VHS yes this movie's supposed to be nasty and sure enough the first scene is a guy getting stabbed to death with an ice pick while someone's f- fucking him and I remember and you can just see them behind the camera going, oh man <laughs> look what we're
1: getting away with. I remember these. I remember this is one of those movies that I probably saw 15 times when I was a kid, but I was fast forwarding it. So, like, when I'm watching it again now, I don't, there's tons of it I don't remember. Like, I didn't fucking remember any of that shit about Gene Triplehorn being kind of a psycho. Right. right. Or being obsessed or whatever. Or, or, is maybe, she, or, whatever. or maybe not. I don't remember any of that shit. I was oh, like yeah. surprised, but I could've told you like okay, and then she's gonna put her hand there. Like during these sex scenes, I could have talked talked you <laughs> through them visually. Like I remembered them so vividly. Uh,
0: poor Jean Triplehorn too. She's saddled with like that like, scene is really something. Oh that just the whole girl character that she's like where she's just gotta be she's like this dolled up uh bar. she's she's just so like painted it feels weird to watch her in this and just well, be like this none of
2: the women in the movie have any kind of relationship to reality just like the men well but I'm
0: saying that at least Sharon Stone's character is like she a, has a character and right. she gets to <laughs> chew scenery and be like yeah. and then Gene Triplehorn is like I, I, love I love you, you. Yeah. for some reason. For some, reason. <laughs> for some fucking reason. The and he's just a dick the well, whole she mates time. is terrible to her,
1: yeah. She's one of those she, chicks yeah, that she mates for life. I mean, that's Which the whole is thing. what
0: is said by, by, gross, by another gross man in the she movie. She was like, Michael Douglas, I it's, guess
1: that's my guy. It's eh, only... 48-year-old fucking Michael Douglas... <laughs> Chain-smoking, alcoholic, forty-eight-year-old murderer. Yeah, I'm it's, Gene Triplehorn. I'm twenty-seven years fiend. old and <laughs> coke fiends. <laughs> what, what? What? I can't do any better. I'm Gene Triplehorn. No, At age twenty-six or whatever. It I am.
0: couldn't be more. Uh... Yeah, it couldn't be more gross to be with, uh, just the whole situation with Michael
1: Douglas. I, uh, do you think that there's anything, this is one thing that really stuck out to me when I was watching it this time, it's especially in that scene, the fam- the most famous scene in the movie where Sharon Stone is getting interrogated by a bunch of sweaty men right. and she uncrosses <laughs> her legs. <laughs> All those guys are fucking fat-ass, ugly pieces of shit, dude. And that's, yes. There, there's, how often in a movie that isn't explicitly about this do you see two fat guys like in one scene? <laughs> there's two of them. Yeah, one of them's, two them's big Newman. Fat, one of them's Newman, and the other one's George Junza.
0: And That's the other right.
2: the third there's the third guy is Daniel Van Bargen, who's like generally he's like he's uh George's boss on Seinfeld. Right. At the <laughs> uh, at the one company.
1: You can see I guess if the the whole world is these men here you can see why Gene Triplehorn and Sharon Stone are like I guess Michael Douglas. <laughs> I guess Michael Douglas yeah, as, is the guy. As
0: represented in the in the movie. He's yeah that like he's the, he's best case scenario is this fucking guy who will uh who will be only mean to you. When you tell him that you love him, and also there's, she has a terrible line later. It's a late in the movie too, where she like says, "They'll let you. They'll for, they'll forgive you. You're a good cop." And I laughed out loud because I was like, "No, he's not." <laughs> have you How? been Have you been watching this fucking movie? Because I done. have, and he is a, he's not. He, first of all, he's not a good cop, even if he hadn't killed some tourists earlier before the movie. Four Just, of them, J so Killed
2: two tourists. The other three, we don't know who he those shows up.
0: Were. He shows up at the crime scene and in, like immediately you're like, this guy's a shitty cop. But I do, I do like
2: the part where, where Catherine asks him, or Sharon Stone asks him, uh, how much coke did you do before you shot
1: those tourists?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's There's a lot line. of talk about how much coke people do. In well, this she's case.
1: gonna try to tempt him back into into all of his vices that apparently he was trying to leave behind yeah, ooh, man. days before or something like that. Well, so, she's
0: writing a book about it. I've, I've gone forty-eight hours
1: without coke or cigarettes, <laughs> so it's going smooth. And Sharon Stone's <laughs> like, coke and cigarettes, maybe a little coke,
2: little <laughs> cigarettes. My, I, I also I like the part where uh, she takes him to her place and. Uh, and is making him a drink and doing the the ice pick thing. Yeah, yeah she's sh- just rubbing it in everyone's face. But then he goes, "What do you got? Something against ice cubes?" And she goes, "I like rough edges. I like
1: rough edges."
2: Yes, <laughs> I have to say, it's like two amazing <laughs> lines back, like even like unrelated to each other. They're they're great compared but. to other Esther
1: scripts. Deeply <laughs> deeply subtle and classy. Relatively, <laughs> yeah. I,
2: we'll the, get this one sliver. this one betrayed is. Uh, is actually well, we'll really to, good. We'll get to that. We'll get to we'll that, get that, to that, in a that couple
0: later. Stop talking about <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> We're talking about Basic Instinct, the one that started it all. Okay. These, he'd done these other movies before, but this is sort of like where you go. This is it, it was the fever pitch of this yeah. kind of this kind of thing. Like then, I mean, I don't know if all there had been erotic thrillers before sure. this, certainly, but like this kind of made it blow up, and everyone went, "Oh, oh, I see what we can do. Mm-hmm. We can get away <laughs> with this now." Yeah. And um, Berthold,
2: Berthold was the guy to do that. Like De Palma had done it with *Dressed to Kill*, you know.
1: Right. Yeah, and uh, he it's... was coming off two big box office hits, mm-hmm. uh, and then he would derail his career, or he would kind of fuck with his career afterwards. With *Showgirls*, he
0: he he he. Um, I think derail he close is close to the sun. I mean... Derail is a bit no, hard, but, but like you know, pre- he kind of like broke up with Hollywood after a few th- after a while. There, yeah, he know. had
1: Hollow Man after that. And was there something else? Well, it was or Starship was it- Troopers between starship, the- troopers. He did starship Troopers after Showgirls,
0: but nobody liked any of those movies.
1: Kind, yeah,
2: People, at history's, at been, history's
0: been kind to, uh, to Starship Troopers, but at the time it was kind of like
2: it bombed, but it had yeah. its partisans. I was one of them, yeah,
0: right. But that's what I mean. History's been kind to it, yeah, you know. And no. his, history's I been still a little bit kind girls. to showgirls too. I think Showgirls
2: is great. Yeah, yeah I think uh, again on the whole people the, it. like it. It's a
1: movie. It's exactly the movie it's trying to be. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> will we will we do Showgirls? Does that fit into this at all? I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's probably been done too much too.
0: Yeah. Who hasn't talked about showgirls before? Yeah. On some Schm- level, Schmader won't come. <laughs> <in> this basement. <laughs> <laughs> he might. No, yeah. he's, been, he's, yeah, he's been. been so here, he's here before.
1: Been here. He was in the garage. I Well,
2: okay, but anyway, my theory about. Basic Instinct. Uh, first of all, I think this movie is a, is flat out great. Like mm-hmm. without any caveat, I think it's a terrific movie.
0: Yeah, you said that about Showgirls too.
2: I it's, and I'm I'm right <laughs> about both of them. Okay, but uh, but uh, so here's my here's sort of my my basic my basic theory about Basic Instinct. So you know, Vertigo is about this guy who's obsessed with this woman, and sort of it destroys
0: him. But Basic Instinct's about a sensitive girl meets a nice guy.
2: No, basic instinct is vertigo except the guy is the piece exactly the piece of shit that, that you're supposed to subtly into it that maybe Scotty in Vertigo is not the greatest guy. Right. But in this we're making the movie where the guy is a complete asshole and the women that he's obsessed with are basically his victims. Even though she's a murderer and you know all of this stuff, it's basically a movie about obsession, men who are obsessed with women, men who hate women and the women they wish wanted to fuck them. Yeah.
0: Or the women, Or oring this case, the women who do fuck them.
2: Sure, but I mean, Michael Douglas is the avatar. It's not about him going like, boy, I'm bummed because none of these women want to fuck me. It's because he's so, it, like, he lives in a world where all of his behavior is condoned. Very little of it is actually questioned. That's really the important. Ma- the machismo that he exudes, which is disgusting to us, obviously, <laughs> on the surface, is not
1: portrayed
2: as any kind of roadblock in his life.
1: Yeah, right. That is a really important observation. He gets away with everything, mm-hmm. and because you don't he's like great. him, if people seem to like him. And he walks into rooms, and they're like eh, this yeah, yeah. motherfucker right here. Here we go. Well, and that's this, what I'm... he's not charming. He's not nope. like cool. He nope. fucking sucks at his job. <laughs> yeah. He's a train wreck. Yeah. And, the, and the whole he's thing is, like he becomes obsessed
2: with Catherine, with Sharon Stone's character. She thinks he's fascinating for exactly this reason. Yeah, he becomes obsessed with her because he can't control her, and she completely controls him. Only by going, like, you're a piece of shit. You do too much coke. What do you want to do? Whatever I tell you to do. Uh Like, she leads him around by the dick completely. Yeah. And he becomes, like, totally thrown off. There's a, like, after he first sleeps with her, he's already spun out. Fuck of the century. Fuck of the century. He goes and talks to George (laughs) Dunza, his gross partner, Gus, (laughs) who immediately is like, buddy, what's your problem? You're spun out by this piece of pussy. And he's like... Gus, she knows where I live and breathe. Yeah. It's
0: like, no, she doesn't. She just says, you do too much coke and you're clearly (laughs) too horny. Yeah, he lives and breathes just from his dick. Yeah. As far as this movie's concerned, can I can I make a comment about his partner real quick? Is that uh, the whole movie? The entire movie, well, for, for most of it, he's like he keeps like calling him Hoss and saying all this yeah, cowboy he's shit. like a, no, a no urban but cowboy. cowboy. Yeah. But you didn't. But like that's you don't what, know that. You it's don't know much that. I movie. just thought he was like because you know people talk a certain way, and I'm kind of <laughs> like you know like oh he says howdy and you know <laughs> right. whatever. Who cares? And then like they're like later on in the movie he, to he, show, he shows bar. up at a fucking cowboy bar. And I'm <laughs> like oh. What? Like it was like this weird thing that I. It's like a question. It's like an answer to a question I didn't need answered. I'm like, I didn't need to know that that guy actually was into cowboy shit. Texture, Kevin. <laughs> texture. Is, but Joe Astros was like, well, people won't understand why he's saying Haas or Howdy all the time. We have to. I have to write in a scene in a cowboy bar. He has to be a cowboy. Nobody just talks like that. I, I would. I would argue that that's <laughs> anyway, probably
2: a weird thing that's not in the script. I maybe if it's not. In script. It was
0: just. It was just a funny touch that I had. Yeah. I was like, I just thought like, oh, this guy talks like that. You know how you do when you. Have a character in a movie that talks a certain Having way, and watched... then he didn't need to be... I didn't think they needed to do that, but it was a great character. And then this guy just says a bunch of gross shit at a dime while he's drunk <laughs> in, <laughs> in Having, front of that's... children Having and I now shit. watched,
2: like, six Joe Esterhaas written movies in a row, I i can tell you for certain that his, his ancillary characters like that only exist for, like, colorful, gnarly dialogue and... Expository dialogue. It's the only reason they're there, like in Jade, which we'll get to later. Oh boy. The cops in that are way worse than anybody in Basic Instinct because they're just, they're like the cops that David Simon says don't exist on The Wire, where they're like, looking at a dead body and like, oh my God, somebody really fucking killed this guy. You know, it's just, it's amazing. Or like, they hear that somebody had sex once and they're like, well, it seems like he was uh, getting a little fucked there. You know, it's amazing. Yeah, so
0: that like brings, because I just read that book, the book about the making of The Wire and they talk a little about that kind of stuff in there. But, um, it, it, remind, it reminded me that while I was watching this, both this and uh, Body of Evidence have um, grizzly, or not grizzly, in Body of Evidence, but they will have murder scenes. Well, there or,
1: is, there's barely even a murder in Body right. of Evidence. <laughs> right, we'll get to that. But they both have scenes. To talk about they both that. have
0: scenes where the cops show up, and these cops are are like <laughs> ludicrously like like cynical and callous. They're like making yeah. fucking they think jokes all the time and they're putting on their glasses and going like, this is a bunch of cum everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they're practically like pouring beers on each other while they look at this guy who's been murdered. And you're like, I get That's where. very,
2: that's explicitly the case in basic incidents. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: get, and I get why they're, where they're, where that kind of tendency comes from because it's like, it's breaking away from like the cops look, but the other thing where the cops look open the thing, and go, oh my God, this is too disgusting to look at. Whereas homicide cops are pretty hardened they, I don't think that they go to a homicide and go, <laughs> look at this fucking idiot. And they're going through his record collection going like, what is this guy? What's his fucking problem? <laughs> what an asshole. And they're just like, you're like, They're geez. trying out their best one-liners on each other and stuff yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like, I gotta go to the go to the fucking comedy store later tonight. Yeah, they're practically fucking high-fiving set. each other in basic Instinct It's really funny. It's 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 worse in Body of Evidence only because it's like a tepid version of that. But the, yeah. the the cops are still kind of talking to each other the same way over a dead body. And you're like, whenever you see a scene like that in something great, like The Wire, which, you know, changed how cops act in movies and TV, you go like, yeah, that seems real. Like, they, they don't, they're not shocked by a murder. Right. They're talking to each other like people do. Gallows humor. But they're not, like, eating hamburgers over the dead body necessarily. <laughs> Just laughing. <laughs> Or like flipping, each other on the butt, like flipping their bosses off who show up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and that's got to be uh, deliberate too. It's just like this this nasty, stupid boys' club. Yeah, as they come into it, this this movie's uh, feels like everything is on purpose. Yeah, isn't it? and then Body of Evidence kind of tries to mimic it and then doesn't, but doesn't get it. In I any mean, way, the so thing that no. the thing
2: that sets Basic Instinct apart from every single one of these other movies, every ripoff, good or bad, was that it. It leans in so far to the disgusting stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, but also, you know, it critiques those ideas, but only by putting them in front of you and exaggerating them to the point of absurdity. And at no point does it stop and say, like, this isn't fun to watch. Right. <laughs> well, know?
0: no, that's Verhoeven. That's He Verhom- just lets Hom- you like- wallow
2: in it because he likes it and he doesn't make any apologies for that.
0: Yeah, we wouldn't be talking about this. Or these other two movies at all if Paul Verhoeven hadn't directed this script. Because mm-hmm. it would have been another one of those House scripts that I haven't watched yet, but, you know, Jagged Edge or Betrayed. Or something that just comes out, some people go see it, it makes its money back, and nobody gives a shit. Yeah. But Verhoeven directs this, you know, like you said, within an inch of its life. This, it's like... You know, uh, it's just so so much style. Right. You get hey. Every shot is a fucking is you know a Verhoeven shot. So it's like big it's, and classic, absurdist imagery too. Like one of the, like one of the
1: things that I think about when I think of Basic Instinct is fucking Dennis Nedry's sweaty face. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he's
0: like, like licking his lips. Yeah. he like leans forward when she uncrosses her legs. Oh, looks he, right down there, and then she's like, "Then that's it," and he's like, "Oh," and he licks his lips and kind of looks around the room like, "Oh, what?" Anybody and he's else fucking. See that? He's fucking sweating so hard.
2: But it's also got all these crazy sequences that don't make any sense, like... Like the car chase. but oh, The
0: plot barely makes any fucking sense. Yeah.
2: yeah. Like when he's following her back to her <laughs> country, like her house in the hills or whatever that he, and they're like, she's going fucking super fast in her Lamborghini or whatever it is. And he's like trying to keep up with her yeah. and like swerving into oncoming traffic and all this
1: stuff. It's
3: like,
2: you know, you, you know where she's going. You got her address, man. Like what? <laughs> you don't hooked, need to do this. He's hooked on
1: the thrills, Yeah, exactly. Man. He's hooked on the thrills. He's a thrill junkie. They're both thrill junkies. And that's thing. why <clears throat> they love each other. Yeah.
0: Well, it's like that kind <laughs> of, it's like that movie that's like uh, of a movie movie, where mm. it's like, this is a movie, and every scene is like big, and I rewatched RoboCop right after Basic Instinct, because I was like, it's not fair to sliver to follow that right afterwards, <laughs> and plus, you know, I had the Verhoeven taste, so I'm like, I'm gonna watch RoboCop again. I haven't watched that in 2019 yet. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> January 6th right now. Yeah, and... Uh, and I mean that—that's a movie that makes me like cry, because not because of anything in the plot, but just like when it cuts to a shot, you know, certain shots or scenes, or like things where I'm like, oh, the the filmmaking, oh yeah, my it's god, It's so good, It's and like, that's, just a that's, beautiful piece of that's art. That's Verhoeven at the top of his game. Is those kind of things where you just go, fuck. Fuck, yeah. what, what am I looking at? And it's just like somebody who was who was born to like put these images in front of your face. Yeah. And basic instinct like is right at that it's like, you know, uh, yeah. Robocop, Total Recall, Basic Instinct are like He's peeking. You know, it's yeah. like
1: Well, I watched it last of of all three of these movies and and I don't like Basic Instinct, and so I was like dreading watching Basic <laughs> Instinct, but I'd watched these other two movies before. So like minutes into Basic Instinct, I was like, Oh, this movie's fucking great. Fuck it, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. At least like that it's opening at least shot it's... with a mirror on the ceiling and you don't oh, yeah. really know what you're
2: looking at is it a hallway and then yeah. it pans down you see what it is it's right the
1: right of, away yeah. It's the sort of thing that those other two movies are just crud and then you just yeah. like one shot in this one you're like oh okay
0: When you watch uh, it, it's it's like there is a direct link to, from this one from Basic Instinct to like uh, one of his Old, to Fourth Man which mm-hmm. isn't it's not the same plot or anything it's just it's a blonde who's who's like possibly murdered these guys but it's very it's very dreamlike and it's very very visual and it just it kind of uh it's a it's a bit you know uh, it's not quite it's a bit arty a bit like in a bad way kind of where you're like eh, it doesn't quite all work well
2: it's much more catholic i mean yeah, there's yeah, a lot yeah. going oh and there's on there's,
0: there. yeah there's a lot of like symbolism yeah in like yeah. this in, like, really in, like, in, like bad ways yeah. but he carries over that stuff into the like basic instinct and it's like the yeah. same it's the same sort of Power. Every shot in, like, Fourth Man is, like, this, like, powerful visual where you're like, man, I'm kind of not, I kind of don't know what's going on, yeah. but, man, I love looking at this, and, you know, that's Verhoeven, like, yeah, so, you know, you follow up Sliver, and, and which is, Sliver, <laughs> which isn't, like, necessarily a, a good, a, it's a good-looking movie, it's a good-looking movie, but it's a, who cares, and Body of Evidence, which is a, a bad movie, and a bad looking. <laughs> is a bad, movie. It's is a just a bad, bad, bad movie. movie too. Uh, we've, that, I think this is our first like truly, truly awful movie we've done on the podcast because I think consenting adults was bad. But I think that Body of Evidence is like just one of those movies where you're like, why did
2: anybody? Besides- I found Body of Evidence more
1: entertaining to watch than.
2: You
0: know, I like. I I, Pel- I I think
1: I. definitely like Body of Evidence more than Pelican Brief. Well, yeah, Pelican Brief. I like them both. More than Pelican. I like Sliver more than Pelican Brief. <laughs> I think,
0: yeah, it's
2: funny, <laughs> at times, um, and it's less than two hours long. <laughs> it sure as hell. Is. But,
0: but we're all we're all big Verhoeven fans. To well, some of us to a point, and some of us to a, a further, to, a further point. to an excessive point. Yeah.
1: That's me. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Do we want to wrap up the uh,
1: the goings on of basic instincts? Well, uh, maybe let segue
2: because I want to talk about Sharon Stone. Yeah, oh, fair enough. Yeah, because this t- movie made her a star, but she'd been in plenty of high profile stuff before. Working steadily though, for like been 10 years, years this. She's in Total Recall. Uh I watched a movie last night that was from 91 or something like that. Not not like the same year, the a couple years earlier called Scissors, mm-hmm. in which she plays like a virgin, like this sexually timid woman who's being like gaslit by her psychiatrist, mm. which was uh, the movie Shades of Sliver. <laughs> exactly. The movie was not particularly interesting, but she's very histrionic in it. Okay. Um, and I think that she got pigeonholed by this movie. Yeah, It made her incredibly famous and also pigeonholed her. Uh, she's magnificent in basic instinct. Yeah. like she's totally controlling every single scene like, you know verhoeven has been accused of deliberately directing actors to performances that are seen as bad. It killed Elizabeth Berkeley's career. Right. Kevin mm-hmm. famously has told me many times that he can't stand parts of Starship Trivers because he thinks the kids are terrible in it. And right. he's not wrong. I just think that that's part of the piece. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, whether or not that's true, this is an example of him getting exactly the performance that he wanted out of both Douglas, but especially. Sharon Stone, who mm-hmm. like completely walks off with this thing. Yeah. She's incredible and she knows exactly what movie she's in.
0: She's the one who's in on the
1: joke. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, Douglas is he, he basically just shows up. I mean, he, I feel like he's doing he's doing good and he's like in it. He's yelling and stuff, but like when you think about his character, he's just he's like no, this, he's a dope. He's a shithead f- fucking idiot yeah. who just sort of is there. And he doesn't really Michael Douglas is perfect for the part. Um, but, you know, apparently someone told me it was supposed to, originally they wanted to cast Michelle Pfeiffer and Mel Gibson. Uh, okay. To- I mean, I totally would. Do- I think that would like have been a different movie, Michelle but I would Pfeiffer's have watched not going to do the sex scenes No, and stuff I know. Like that. Exactly, which is probably <coughs> why yeah. they went, How about Sharon what? Stone? Will you do that? And she went, Yeah, fuck, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm ready to break through. <laughs> Uh, he but she Doug, she fucking kills in it, yeah. Michael Douglas Literally. is is
1: basically like Josh Brolin in No Country for Old Men. He's like thinks he's confident and he thinks he's in the game the whole time. He's not in the game at all. He yeah. never has any idea what's going on. He's being played the whole way through, uh, up until the very end when it's kind of when they do this like, will she kill him or won't she? And now and, let's talk about is the it ending her? Real quick. Well,
2: the whole we thing. have three different perspectives on. Well, this the ending, ending I
0: right? think that well, I think the ending is like you still at the end. I feel like the movie you still don't know whether she is or isn't. I think you're supposed to think, well, I mean, the, you kind of think like, oh, the cops know it's this other lady. And you think maybe it's her. But then also you're kind of like, that's probably not. Jean her. Triplehorn but keeps has doing a bunch this... of
1: weird stuff in her past that is possibly true or possibly manipulated to look like she has been. You yeah. brought
0: this
2: up to me before we'd watched the movie, but you said you read Ebert's review, and Ebert talks about how every piece of evidence in this movie either exculpates or uh-huh. it or, uh, does. or implicates Cause, cause Sharon they, Stone in the crime. Because mm-hmm. they say,
0: like, yeah, because they keep saying, like, and it well, annoyed Ebert.
2: He found this obnoxious, right?
0: And um, I think he did praise Sharon Stone, but he but he was like he found it obnoxious. And I kind of agree with him a little, although I thought it was fun that way. But because it, it has the very last shot of of the ice pick, right? And, so, but Jean, up to that up to that point,
2: Gene Triplehorn's been basically framed, as far as we know, for killing these other people, or she did
0: it, as far as we
2: know. I think it's heavily implied that yeah. she's been set up. Yes uh but but and then you know Michael Douglas and Sharon Stone as as Gus his partner put it are intending to uh
0: the late Gus <laughs>
2: to fuck <laughs> yes. like minx raise rugrats and settle down raise uh and um, live happily, it, live ever, happily after.
0: ever
1: after and he's and then she's <coughs> and she's like I don't want to have any rugrats well rug then just like fuck, fuck like, like minx and live happily ever, ever after, after.
2: And then she like, and then and then the movie fades out. It fades to black over the
0: music crescendo, and then
2: fades back while in. While they're fucking, while they're fucking, while they're fucking, and she reaches down under the bed and she's got the ice pick under the bed, and then no, it fades out again.
0: No, she doesn't. I don't think she
1: does. She grab the ice pick. I think it just <laughs> shows like, the ice pick. Here, here's the way it just shows the ice pick. This is she, the way it played. Okay, this is the way it played out for me, and and this was the whole different reading than I'd ever have watching it this time. Is because he does that line because they're in love. <laughs> apparently (laughs) yeah he's certainly in love with her which is odd but anyways uh because she's clearly a psychopath even if she's not the killer she's a psychopath she's manipulating everyone uh but anyways she's like leaning over he's going he goes like well i guess we could fuck like minx she's raised rugrats this is while she's reaching and live happily ever after and she's like oh really like maybe i don't like kids reaching reaching reaching. he's like well then just fuck like minx and, and live happily ever after and she's like all right, <laughs> so maybe the kids like him going like,
0: hey, you know what? I don't want kids. There's, there's like Saves several. His life. And their their very first scene where they have the fuck of the century. Um, there's That's a what part. There's, there's a the part movie. where she like you think like, oh, she's gonna now here's because she's it's the same uh, choreography. Yeah, where she like reaches for something as while the first fucking, yeah. as the first thing, and she reaches, and then she just goes Ugh, and throws her and body it's like a down. Whole, it's like a whole move, man. Throws like her a, body down. There's him. a music and, that hap- and everything. That same thing happens in the last scene too, where she's reaching, but I think there's a part where she like goes. No, I'm de- I'm not gonna kill you. I don't have a thing. And then at the very end, it sort of like pans down, and there's an ice pick under the bed, and you're like, she did do it, I guess. But like you said, like every piece of evidence, she's it's like it's her because she wrote it in her book, and you're like, well, it can't be her because she wrote it in her book. And you go, oh yeah, wait, what? So I guess it's just up until the very end. We'll just we just won't know. No, for she's sure.
1: Hannibal Lecter. She's smarter than everybody else by far. And George Zunza practically acknowledges it. He's just like, don't fuck her, don't fuck this lady. She's smarter than all of us. Just let her get away with murder. Otherwise, we're all gonna die. There's, she is the smartest person in the world. And if I may quote, may quote Gene Triplehorn, she's she's brilliant. She's evil. That's it. So As Gene Triplehorn knowing what they're who they're fucking with, yeah. This person is a well, thousand she fucked times her before, smarter too. They yeah. know each other from college. Yeah, Everyone they, in they, this they... movie is a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Gene Triplehorn fucks Sharon Stone. <laughs> Everybody in this movie is a goddamn idiot, and Sharon Stone is the smartest person in the world. Yes. Yep. And she has this thing worked out. She's she knows exactly what she's doing the entire way through, and she's just doing it for fun. Yeah. Because she's bored.
0: You know, yeah, and every time everybody anybody gets stabbed, it's just a gallon of blood shoots just out of Just like him. Hannibal Lecter, just and they, entertaining himself. And he gets stabbed so many fucking <clears throat> times when his partner gets murdered in the elevator. I, I was I remembered that from the first time I yeah. watched it. So gory. It, it's so fucking gory. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I have Jeez, the uh, so many buckets She's of blood just e- pouring out of people. <laughs> I have the
2: likes Beethoven too much read on the end of this movie, which is that they are in love. She does love him. And now they're stuck together. No. I know no <laughs> one buys it. Maybe, I know yeah. no one buys it, but I I here's why I think it works. Okay. First of all, it's the only thing that's interesting beyond it just being a fun plot twist. Mm-hmm. Which is something that Verhoeven tends to do. Secondly, there's a scene earlier in the movie where her lover is killed, and it's the only time we see her express any actual emotion. And it's the one time in the movie where I was like, maybe she's not. Roxy. Maybe this is the only time she's being honest and truthful in the entire movie is when she's mourning Roxy.
0: Remember uh. the part where he calls her Rocky because they're lesbians? He, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Real funny. She yeah. has, oh, been, she has been with
1: Roxy for what but, and
2: but years and years. But basically, right? I'm saying it's the Gone Girl ending where he knows she did it. She knows he knows she did it. And the and the point it's not necessarily the joke of maybe a uh, maybe we don't have to have kids, but the idea that she that he actually does have real affection for her that he loves her he tells her he loves her actually makes her think twice
0: Mm. Hmm.
1: It's possible she does Maybe. decide not to kill him. I mean, that's something. And I mean, like, I, got I, Ford... I
2: buy the argument that she's going to kill him tomorrow I really, instead. And, and <laughs> we but, don't
1: know. But I just got the vibe this time, just because I was really feeling her character this time and, and how Hannibal lecter she was. It was just sort of like, hey, eh, you can live for now. Like, but like if he leaves the toilet seat up, yeah, she's gonna fucking you I, know, ice I, pick I him to death. I, I like this fantasy ending that they I have. like. Yeah. I
0: like your read, except that I don't think that she's in love with him, and he doesn't know shit. I think that like he like I don't think he knows she I did think it. He, I don't think he knows. I don't think she he knows it. she did it because the movie presents him stupid. in this stupid way where he's just like I'm dumb and I'm fucking this hot lady <laughs> and my case was solved because it was this other I girl think that I've been fucking. He is
2: happy to behave as if he doesn't know and trick himself into thinking
0: that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that yeah. I if there was another scene like a Gone Girl scene where you go like where it's clear that yeah. he realizes that she did it and that it was like oh this is just you know I would be but like that's more, not this am- movie's mo. That's what I'm saying. Is I think that that's like that's what I mean. Is that I think it's like eh, I can't quite read that into him because I think that Michael Douglas is such a fucking idiot in this movie. (laughs) And and at the end I'm just like nope. I can't reconcile him being being even close to smart enough to have figured it out. He he's literally like I feel like oh man. Yeah, I guess it. Oh boy, it looks like Gene Triplehorn did do it. I guess I shot the right lady, even though she wasn't. She didn't have a gun or whatever. Look, he'll but blow it eventually, her. and she'll stab him in the throat. I mean, it's kind of. That's happen. what I'm saying. I don't think she's in love with him. I think. I think. Oh no, I think that I think she... Travis's middle of the road read is probably the most likely. Is that she's like, ah, okay, well, you don't want to have kids. Uh, we could, We'll fuck for now. At least you're not pressuring me into doing any, anything. I'm, uh, gonna do. I'm gonna kill you when I get bored one she's, day. He's d- totally dead.
2: <laughs> yeah, and but and also, I mean, it's not. It's. It's definitely implied that Roxy's dead because she manipulated Roxy into getting herself killed. I mean, like, yeah, she loved her, but she's still a pawn. she's a psychopath. Yeah, and psychopaths
1: like, only feel a certain kind of yeah. love.
2: Right, right. That's they. Yeah. So, like, I think that yeah, she does have genuine love for him, and that will
1: last as long yeah. as it lasts. Yeah. and then
2: she'll use him for something and else. She'll you know? always okay. get away with Did it. Did anyone watch the sequel?
1: No. no, we should, though. <laughs> Risk addiction? We're going to have to. Oh, it's awful.
2: It's awful. It's exactly the kind of thing that we're going to talk about with like Sliver and stuff. It's like, don't let prudes make these movies. All right. Yeah. Well, on
1: that note, though. Oh, then. can I just can I just read a couple lines oh, since, yeah, let's since do we're so doing sleazies, Oh, we got to do
0: our ratings real quick, gotta, too. I'll
1: do these lines. We'll do ratings. Uh, but uh, just because I, I didn't get as many as I would have liked to because I watched it at work. But uh, there's just a, a couple scenes that I thought were gross. Yeah. Um, both, I think both involving George Dunza's character, mm-hmm. but at one point he like Michael Douglas tells uh, George that he you know he fucked he fucked her. This is unethical. He's it's, you know she's involved. <laughs> she's involved in the case, so he's un- understandably mad. And he's like, "You goddamn dumb son of a bitch!" And Michael Douglas looking very proud of himself says, "Next time I'll use a rubber." <laughs> gross. Oh, it's full of gross, gross. shit like that. Weird- <laughs> gross. Nasty. <coughs> you fucking. <laughs> What what is that? Coke addicted, cigarette smoking, unprotected (laughs) sex having, innocent person murdering, piece of shit. Next time I'll use a rubber because it won't make the case go wrong yeah. what does oh, that right? even mean i think we also forgot to mention that michael douglas blows away triple horn yes in this movie too, yeah. making six because she and has his bart simpson keychain in her pocket <laughs> no,
0: it's her bart simpson keychain but she had her key her on key, it earlier. Yeah, exactly earlier anyway, it's the other line I, I like can. that touch she has a bart simpson keychain yeah, yeah that's cute Classic. 1991
1: uh she got that magna cum laude pussy on her that
0: done mm, fried God. up your
1: brain great he's. Joe Esterhaus. I mean yeah. if you need a line that sums up Joe Esterhaus's sensibility
0: it's it that's oh, it. Oh right yeah, that's well that's why we're going to do a deeper dive on him because oh, I can't there's wait. too much because there's too much like uh, cuz he's just a he's like Sleaze personified. Yes. He like he like came out of like a a puddle of gross muck. Like he was formed like someone jerked off into this puddle, and then Joe Esterhaus came out fully formed as an adult and was like, "What am I doing here? He's Ooh, I better hack, write some gross shit down."
2: He's a hack salesman <laughs> and a prude. Having now watched like seven of his movies in a <laughs> row, I can tell you that he writes scripts that, in the hands of a good director, can turn into interesting movies. Okay,
0: so Joe Esterhaus. Okay, so I s- mean,
2: like Jade is bad, but I enjoyed things about it. It's Billy Freaking. I watched Betrayed. Not a great script. Costa Gavras directed it. There's something going on there. I watched Flashdance last night. He wrote Flashdance. Flashdance. Flashdance right. is a great movie, Very but it's not about anything. Uh-huh. It's a 95 com- for minute commercial
1: for a hot chick.
0: Well, it's not. It's not. It's certainly not good because of anything in the screenplay. <laughs> no, but it's gorgeous, and it's Adrian Line, who <laughs> shot the, the
1: hell out of this thing. thing. But it's, it's Jennifer, Jennifer Beals. It's filled with Esther Huzz uh-huh. sleaze too. Inexplicably, yeah. it's
2: actually super tame. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I just no, remember I was...
1: that stand-up comic guy is, is he's, like, this he's is. Joe Westerhaus is getting his rocks off.
2: That guy's supposed to be a nice guy, and his jokes are all dumb Polish jokes. The worst part is Lee Ving shows up as the rapist who owns the club next door.
1: Anyway, we'll get yeah, to we'll this in another, another movie. <laughs> all right, ratings? Yeah. So we've got- five
2: Douglases and five Juds from me.
1: I mean, okay, so this, if, you, if you're if you listening to this podcast for the first time, we judge it on two scales. That's the Judd scale. One, Ashley, on a scale of Ashley, one, Ashley to five, scale scale one to five, Ashley Judds, and that's just as as far as the, the suspense quality it, of quality entertainment, of entertainment, suspense movies that we're talking about. Does it
0: like qualify? Yeah, does it? And, and then, I'm,
1: obviously, Douglas is his sleaze factor.
0: This is how sleazy, how sleazy? And I mean, this is the. I mean, this is the reason that, that we. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's that, of Douglas's. course five Douglas. I mean, it's well, of it's, course five Douglas. I would say yeah. six Douglases, but I mean, you know, there's because <laughs> it's like the most Douglases you can have on the sleazy douglas factor know, the, like there's
1: another there's not, movie that we're going to talk about here that probably is five douglas's
0: oh today yes not, today yeah, but i mean well but i mean this is like i mean this has douglas in it being this That's is true, like right. this is like <clears> throat> douglas throat> trying to be this there's only two TV.
2: other douglas movies that get to this level of sleaze okay so
0: I,
1: I have to i wish i could add another scale here but i have to agree i mean it's obviously five Juds too i mean it's I the think. quintessential this kind of movie i don't
0: like it yeah.
1: I do think it's quite good. It's exactly yeah. the movie that's trying to be. It's Fairhoven directed the. Shit I mean, out I want. It. I was going to magnificent. Yeah, it's just I don't want to watch it again.
0: I was going to say I like watch this movie <laughs> once a year. I was going to say I like four movie. or four and a half Juds, but I mean, five, I mean, I well just round it up because it's
1: basic instinct.
0: It's fucking. It's,
1: it's, yeah. it's sino- The title itself is synonymous with a certain kind of thing. <laughs> Like yeah. it's just, it just say, looms large in the, in the yeah. culture.
0: You say basic instinct and you go, Oh, okay. Yeah, everybody knows what it is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I would just grab this podcast to somebody. I'm like, Oh, it's like, we're talking about, you know, movies like, you know, like basic instinct. Oh, Got Oh, it. Oh, okay. I see. Well, not only, and not only real porny ones like that, but you know, <laughs> all right. And on today's podcast, the ones that are either real porny like that or trying to be. So this might be the first and
1: only movie that scores a perfect 30. Yeah. As far yeah, as maybe. Judson Douglas is <clears throat> are concerned, We'll see. It's uh, got the record. I can't wait to see if anything matches this, but uh, it's Basic Instinct. Carly Norris
3: knew what she wanted.
0: I'll take the apartment.
3: A prestigious address. So you're moving in today. Welcome to 113. You'll like it here.
1: I will. Thank you. Oh! They're doing it!
3: An incredible view.
1: Oh. Did you
2: look
0: at her? She's a boy here. She
2: can't get it out. But from the moment she moved in... I don't
1: have anything to wear. Where would I you? Someone was watching. Uh, all right, so uh, what do we want to do? Well, we have evidence. We well, just got to no go on to Sliver. sliver now we have to stone. go around. Yeah. Plus,
2: in chronological order, Sliver is next then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sliver was came out when? <laughs> was it? 92.
2: 92? I
0: believe then, was, wow. that was another Esther House script.
2: Esther House, but it's based on a book this time by Ira Levin, mm-hmm. who also wrote the novel uh, the Love of Rosemary's Baby,
0: right? Wow, and uh, weird boys from Brazil. Mm-hmm. What and Stepford Wives? Uh, maybe I think I think too. Jeez, don't quote me on Stepford wise but I know boys from Brazil. Yeah, so
2: this is, and it was directed by Philip Noyce, mm-hmm. who was off Noyce. of the two Jack Ryan's, the the Harrison <laughs> Ford Jack Ryan movies, Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger, uh, a guy who to this day kind of has a reputation as like a consummate '90s action director, mm-hmm. except. He didn't make very many action movies, and the ones that he did make were bad. He basically had one good sequence, the kill box sequence in *Clear and Present Danger*. Awesome, yeah. Masterpiece action Wait, sequence. What scenes that? That's the scene where they're all in the alley, trapped in the SUVs, and the guys are shooting rocket, rocket launchers. launchers
0: at them. Oh, that's good. What's the one in *Patriot Games* where it's like the, uh, the night vision? The scene? night vision shit. I always like yeah, that. You ripped that
2: off from *Silence of the Lambs*. <laughs> anyway, my point is, mm, the guy's nah. not a great director. He's he's competent. <laughs> uh, later, we'll get to the Bone Collector, which is another movie he did, and it's <laughs> fucking terrible. The Joe Lee uh, episode. Uh, the, and, and also he did Salt later on, which is also massively overrated. <laughs> I liked Salt. That's neither here nor there. We
1: won't cover Salt. More of an action movie. Yeah. From the 2000s also. So. In, in case, 2000s. so Sliver, Sharon Stone they plays... They were just trying to get to that basic instinct magic. Yeah, it's yeah, we got it. an
2: erotic thriller. We got Sharon Stone back. Sharon Strike Stone plays a woman who moves into a new apartment building. And here's the thing that you may not know. The movie in the book is called Sliver because the building is so narrow. They mm-hmm. call it a sliver, a sliver building. Do they say that in the movie? No, but it is in the book. <laughs>
0: okay, good. Because <laughs> watch, I watched it with my roommate, and we were like, he was like, why do they call it sliver? And I'm like... Uh, because of video cameras? Yeah. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's, it's one
2: apartment per floor. It's very, very, like, narrow building. Very I rem- tall. I
1: remember, tall. I remember knowing that from an Entertainment sulfur. Weekly article about the movie that before the movie came out. Uh-huh. And, it was, and they interviewed the cast and stuff like wow. that. And they already knew about all the troubles on the, with the production and how Sharon Stone hated Billy Baldwin. This, this movie is an exercise in feeling sorry for Sharon Stone for having to do this fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you ever wanted to feel she sorry for She took the money Sharon right Stone, away. I don't yeah. feel sorry for her, but I the guess, movie but, just, uh, it just. Hey, good it for her for taking the money. I'm not uh, knocking it. No, 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 sure. But it seems miserable to t- to have to show up to work every day mm-hmm. for weeks and weeks and make out and have and simulate sex with someone you fucking hate. Sounds uh, like torture. I would
2: actually say that the scene that is more horrible for her is the panties at the restaurant scene. Yeah, any but scene. We'll, we'll get to that. Any the scene with any scene p-
0: with Billy Baldwin is horrible. <laughs> what to did me. you say to me the other day? His eyes are too close together. His eyes are too fucking close <laughs> together. I said. I said, and I'll quote myself. His eyes are too close together. There's something wrong with all of these fucking Baldwins. <laughs> I had never, I had
1: never noticed it before, but the first close up on Billy Baldwin, uh, I was like, "Holy shit, Billy Baldwin's fucking weird looking." You know what it reminded me <laughs> of? Kind of ugly. That first close up is so strange because he's making this
2: kind of strange face, uh-huh. but it really reminded me of that scene in that movie, that Nicolas Cage movie, Next. Do you remember this? Where they like, okay, so Jessica Biel and Nicolas Cage go to the Indian reservation because uh, yeah. Jessica Biel like does outreach with the with the kids on the rez. And they're all, like, talking to Jessica Biel and, like, who's that? Is that your boyfriend? And she looks over and Nicolas Cage is like, oh, he's making this weird-ass <laughs> fucking smiley face. No, I and it's, watch just, this movie. it's like, horrifying. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh. oh, no. Let's, let's not throw Cage into the same bus as Billy Baldwin, we'll go, though. We'll
1: do Cage. I'm, I'm sure there's a couple there's Cages. There's some
2: Cages. But, cages. Yeah, yeah, I, you know,
1: I don't want to derail this, but this is exactly the thing that I thought yeah. of when I saw that shot, too. <laughs> yeah, he's he. I think he was fashionable at the time or something. I mean, he'd been in backdraft, uh, whatever mm. else. and, and, and in. It's just one of those out. movies. Like in this movie, Sharon Stone's it was before, Sharon Stone's before it, I think yeah. is a talented actor, and she, and, mm-hmm. and you feel sorry for her, but and she's doing her best, and yeah. she's fine. And Billy Baldwin, you're just like, who the fuck is this guy? Get this guy the fuck out of here!
0: Well, and the movie's not even trying to be like uh,
2: it's not trying to be Basic Instinct at all. No, which, it's which a sort of
0: like Sharon Stone
1: is a nice girl. She's
2: a nice girl. She's kind of sexually timid. Yes, except that, that for a woman who's a, who's like kind of prudish and complains about how she's you know like a bit bottled up. She's always wearing like sheer clothes and yeah. like walking around trying to be I, all... T- it's weird. I did tone.
0: think that in... in she's this the wrong p- actress for this
2: part. Oh, Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I did think in the hands of uh, of someone while I was watching kept thinking... Uh, like in the hands of someone like Brian De Palma. This how, could have been something. How awesome this movie could have been. Because it's about like Voyeurism. voyeurism and and, cameras within cameras. And it's, it's Hitchcockian. Yeah, it's Hitchcockian so. and it's like so it's like it's like all, <laughs> that kind of thing where you go like On paper The De Palma had, had to have De Palma had to have tried to option this book at some point. Yeah. Or tried to get on board with this because this is perfect for him. He, I mean, it, and very well could have happened where he like had a meeting and he went, "Okay, here's what I'm gonna do." And he had some elaborate thing, and they were like, "Look, we don't want to spend that much money on this right. movie. We want to get this out real quick so we can ride this basic instinct wave." So we're, we're spending all of our money on Sharon Stone here. <laughs> we don't want to do something that's good, Brian De Palma. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it so we're gonna hire like this Ray guy Ray over Ray. here, and then Philip Noyce was in the corner going, "Hello, Governor Noyce. I'll take the job." Uh, no, he's Australian, right? Yeah, Noyce.
1: Noyce, come on. <laughs> Nice. Throw on, another sliver noise the on the barbie. <laughs> give noise the job, you're
0: running. <laughs> oh, man. Are there any
2: kangaroos
1: in this movie? <laughs> what, even is
0: Australians. The... what even is the plot of this movie? A lady moves into a she moves building. Into a she place... moves into a building. Everybody wants to fuck her. She
2: moves into an apartment. And the apartment was previously occupied by a woman who fell off the roof, or well, was pushed <laughs> but, from her balcony. Or fell off her balcony. The was, opening we scene. know she was murdered. Yeah, yeah, she was
0: thrown from her. Roof. By, yeah, a thrown from her balcony from, by a mysterious masked
2: person. From by a mysterious mass person, and also Sharon Stone's character bears an uncanny resemblance to this woman who was murdered. Mm-hmm she becomes involved in one way or another with both the the guy who owns the building who was a neighbor Billy Baldwin Billy Baldwin and another neighbor Tom Barranger's character a, who's a g- another who's just who's another, another gross, gross man. dude <laughs> Uh, and who continues to be grosser and grosser throughout the until movie until
0: Billy Baldwin said uh, panties twenty times during this one scene. <laughs> the thing I hated most in this movie was when uh, she first meets Tom Berenger and he goes, "She hasn't read me. She'll read me." Oh, that you haven't scene read me? is amazing. You read me? Do you, have you read me? And he's I was a, like, "He's oh, always oh, got a,
1: a you, snifter of booze and a cigarette holding with the same." Just that hand. term well, that, you, that we have in common. That
0: term <laughs> have you re- have you read me? Have you read me? Does she read me? Have you read me? Is such a um, it reminded me just of like all the shit I kind of don't like like in Woody Allen movies right. when these people are at these Manhattan parties <coughs> talking to each other they go, have you read have you read me have you oh god fucking shut up that's how literary. shut up fucking drop a bomb on New York already that's how the <laughs> that's how the literati talk kevin i know
1: this is a movie where they all, like they really the only joys to be had. The cinematography I thought was pretty good. It's, good it's a good looking movie. It's not. But o- outside of that, the only joys to be had are just like laughing at how stupid hey, it is. Hey, the UB40 song's really good. The yeah, that's, that's,
0: actually, that's actually my favorite part. That's like literally the only good thing out of this movie is that the, the UB40 cover of Fool's Russian is really good. I like it. Childhood childhood memories with these erotic movies. I do have a sp-
1: very specific memory of, watch, of renting this um, mm-hmm. with a, a group of uh, similarly aged, you know, like teens mm-hmm. in a hotel room i think we were on a ski trip or something like that and oh, all the yeah. te- like all the parents were out getting fucked up and all the teens gathered to watch sliver and we were like oh, shirk off sliver, together we're all gonna watch this sex thing and then just being like what the yeah. fuck? it's this boring isn't it i had the this what we thought it was i had gonna the be.
0: same i had this sim- the similar story where we'd rented my bunch of friends and i had gotten basic instinct and then we were like we were like, we gotta watch The Sliver now, and so we rode our bikes because you know we didn't have cars then because we were teenagers. So we rode our bikes to the video store, got Sliver, and we're like, oh boy, we're gonna watch Sliver. And then we were like, oh boy, I wish we were literally doing anything else because <laughs> <laughs> this couldn't be less like Basic Instinct. It like is totally riding that like that wave, it, and it like and it was you know it's kind of advertised <clears throat> that way, and it's like, uh, hey, right, you guys like that, so how about this? It's a little classier, but and you watch it and go like, man, it's like a. I also thought that um, it's like almost an apology for how uh, naked Sharon Stone is in Basic Instinct. Cause, <laughs> like watching this movie, where you're like, she, she's still gonna have sex, but she's not gonna. Don't, don't worry, she's not gonna get naked. She gets a you little naked. A, you thought that was a bit much in that other movie because there's a whole scene well, she where she just jerk the shower, off in the tub. She does, but there's like there's the shots are all like real close up, and it's like a shot of her foot or her leg, and it's like well, Billy Baldwin's watching her from
1: his like his little booth his where he watches layer. all the all the people in the building, yeah, and he's able to zoom in, Some, and yeah. so he zoom and he's able to zoom in close on these video feed. And then he like erotically like follows her hand along and stuff, and you're like, I don't want to get too technical or anything, but you can't do that. <laughs> you can't like fall like have erotic cinematographized shots of like computers. Not in nineteen like
0: ninety-two, especially. Well, okay, so we're give close up. Give me a tight close.
2: The problem with this movie is less that the that it's like not sexy and more of it it's just dull and doesn't do anything with its kind of intriguing idea. Yeah. You know, like it's about this, you know, she moves in to, to explain the rest of the plot, it turns out that the woman was murdered by Tom Beringer, who was obsessed with her, but found out that Billy Baldwin was fucking her. So, in a fit of jealousy, he threw her out the window. Also, Billy Baldwin, who owns the building, has rigged every apartment in the building <laughs> with, with cameras with video cameras, which he watches from his like lair in the penthouse with like a hundred computer or a hundred TV monitors. Cost him six million dollars. Cost him six million dollars. Such a fucking shit. Which he brags to. about to her after he she falls in Sharon Stone falls in a relationship with him and he starts <laughs> he shows her like his sort of his kink, which is this. Voyeurism. And they keep talking about. It. They keep, people keep saying, "You like to watch. You like to watch. Do you like to watch? Like to watch? It's sexy it's to watch. Really, it's really annoying." But they don't do anything with those ideas about voyeurism or control no. or you know surveillance. It's not. It just sits there. It's just supposed to be sort of glumly tantalizing, <laughs> you know. It's and then at the end, she finally it turn, You know, she figures out that Tom Berenger was the killer, uh, but then. She seems kind of content to carry on with Billy Baldwin's character after this until she finds out that she, that he had, like, fucked other women in the building. Uh-huh. Her neighbor, the dead woman. But the, the neighbor also got murdered, by the way, by Tom Berenger. But then you know, right. she gets in a fit of jealousy all of a sudden. She, like... Wrecks his, uh, shoots all of his TVs. She shoots his TVs, which isn't going to really. She's do got much. About
1: forty bullets in a clip.
2: Yeah, shoots all of his TVs. She shoots a bunch of his TVs, which you know he could just replace. Yeah, he's got yeah. he's rich, and then goes get, get a life. life. and it ends. I mean, yeah. it's like immediate. And then, but there's an also there was an alternate ending which you can see on there's YouTube. There's an alternate the, ending, the, ending that
0: for, is also
1: not good. Yes, the the ending <laughs> in this movie is obviously rushed and tacked on. Um, do we want to do the alternate ending? Well, at the, well end? the, the original yeah. is,
2: the original ending is like a li- a little more interesting.
0: Because, yeah, they, it, it, like it's, the
1: one that we saw in the in the final cut or the. Or no, the, the, the one that on you watched YouTube. Did you watch uh, the no, alternate? I, did, I didn't get around to it. Oh, it, the one. On it YouTube, also it, it also sucks. It sucks, <laughs> yeah. but
2: it's a bit more interesting just because it's got a, like an, an iota of an idea behind it. And also kind of makes me think of, of where Basic Instinct, where I think Basic Instinct was where it wound up. But like the two of them get married at the end of Sliver. <laughs> Uh, they marry each other, <laughs> and then and then uh, then it cut to they're having a helicopter ride. <laughs> they're in a helicopter together, and uh, and Billy or she reveals to Billy Baldwin that she knows that Billy Baldwin killed another one of their neighbors, this old guy, yeah, who who uh, ostensibly slipped in the shower, and then she has video of him killing him, killing this guy, and. It's implied that before she reveals that that maybe Billy Baldwin is gonna kill her by Drop, like dropping her out of this helicopter into a volcano into, like a volcano, which is what they're flying over. And then she's she reveals that she has this you know this uh, in, this material on him this blackmail material and she like unbuckles his seatbelt just as he made her unbuckle hers and they're like, now they're mutually locked in control it's, together. you God, know? It's
0: so, but the thing is, I and I, you're you're right that it's like it has an iota of something interesting. There, I mean, it's but it's so poorly done, <laughs> yeah. That it like and it it's was, just like, I, I was incongruous conf- with the rest. Until I movie. talked to you about it, I was actually a little confused about like what fucking happened. The only thing that was more interesting about it is that it was in a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, and it had, been, was... it had been foreshadowed in the earlier in the movie because Billy Baldwin
1: has like a, this weird sculpture of a volcano, and he's like, "I like volcanoes, <laughs> they're because they're like powerful or some junk. One, <laughs> one, one day I want to fly a helicopter into one." <laughs> and she's yeah. like, "Okay, uh, it's <laughs> what? Yeah. What other secrets do you got? Oh, check out this room. It's very... <laughs> check out got this room of TV screens. It was just, it's
0: a frustrating movie to watch because I couldn't help thinking the whole time that like in the right hands this." Even a bad script like that could have been an interesting movie yeah. because it's because of what it's about, and in the right hands of certain directors like De Palma, it could have been something that was like it has these, it has these set pieces that should be that should be fucking set pieces like yeah. these chase scenes and the scene you know just the, the room also just is like is like a first draft of like how that room should look. It's supposed to be really cool, but you're just like so it's just of tea. I don't know. It just looks so fucking shitty. Yeah. There's nothing interesting about. It's like they kind of don't do anything interesting in the movie at all. The only interesting stuff is like how they, in the early 90s thought computers could work. Like right. how he sends her weird messages to her <laughs> office. I'm like, I don't think that. I don't do think computers... emails her clip art of she's, roses. I don't. Or something. She's fine with it. She's I don't she's know fine that computers into her computer. I don't know that computers work that way now. Now, <laughs> let alone then. I think um, the
2: movie is suggesting that she's like taking control, you know, she's getting some agency out of this relationship, but it, who gives a shit well, at the end? It's uh, boring.
0: apparently in the original in the book, it's like she does, she becomes, uh, you know, obsessed with the voyeurism too, and that's that's sort of more this whole movie she does. Is sort of is just the, movie. the whole movie sort of just but it's like one scene, it's like a montage yeah, of her it's watching towards stuff, the end when all as this opposed happens. to like a movie where like, oh, it's this woman who becomes obsessed with this voyeurism. And then at the end, when she decides to break free from it, it means something. Whereas this one, it's like she's there's one scene where she's like, oh, it's kind of cool to watch all these people. And then later on, she's like, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> because that's like that's because what, of this montage of Billy Baldwin
1: fucking other ladies. This is yeah. another part that I that I really loved and thought was hilarious, because like when he's when he's having sex with Sharon Stone, he's like, you you're beautiful. You smell so good. I love and you. So, <laughs> I love you. And so when they, when it shows the montage of him fucking all the other ladies, he like, says he's the always same going smell, to her. You smell, so <laughs> you smell so good. You smell so good. You smell so good. He says that to everybody. And she's like my god, Did he's we... using those same fantastic lines on all those ladies. <laughs> Do we want to discuss the panty scene? Yeah, we have we move to. On? Yeah, we have sure. to. I, and then I got one other rant. It was on the, the
0: highlight of the movie. There's oh, a low light, maybe where too. Where Billy whatever. Baldwin
2: is courting Sharon Stone's character because he loves her. Because he loves her, and they, he takes her to a fancy restaurant. And and he goes,
0: he goes, he goes. Hey, are you wearing the bra and panties are you I wearing, sent you? Are you? Wearing the bra and panties I sent you? What? She goes, what? Well,
2: they're playing like a little bit of truth what? or dare, and she's like, well, I don't know. Am I?
0: No, she acts. She acts more like a deer caught in the headlights. She's like, what? what? We're in a, She's looking around like we're in a we're restaurant. A restaurant. <laughs> Why are you asking me that? And he keeps going, uh, the panties. Panties. Well,
2: first she shows, she like sort of unbuttons her shirt a little He's bit. Like, Show me, I don't shows believe her, you. Shows her, shows him the bra. And while the like the mortified older couple at the next table older are like going, next... Oh my goodness, George, what's happening?
1: <laughs> they're, sh- they're shocked and mortified. <laughs> I, I have the actual line of dialogue because it's just funny watching hearing the word panties repeated so often because he goes, uh, What about the panties? The panties? Yes, the panties, the panties.
0: <laughs> and that's when it's a close up of his face and it's straight on, and that was when I just that was when I was like, whoa, his eyes are real close together. Billy Baldwin is a weird looking fucking dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. So she takes her panties takes off. And she takes her panties off and like balls them up and like drops them on the table. And there's a waiter. There's like a busboy over here like scooping stuff Check, on the table, please. like watching like, oh, okay. Let me, this is it's like, just
2: absurd. It's like a 12-year-old's idea of like what you would do to turn on a woman.
0: Yeah. And
1: like in the the reason that they sh- that the, you can show this I mean I don't have a problem with sex scenes per se but like in basic instinct in basic instincts <laughs> you want to watch the sex scenes because she kills people during sex. It's a ve- it's a very good reason to like sh- keep the camera on these people having sex and in this one it's just like they're fucking. Huh? Well, well, the sex is this scenes, scenes what you are, guys want. Also, the sex scenes in this you are not learning are, anything are about the characters boring. from it. Yeah, yeah. like just, I mean, yeah.
0: on top of it not being anything, there not being any reason for it, like it being like this whole thing where you don't need to see it. It's also like not um, like basic instinct. At the very least, you could. Uh, say like, well, I don't like this movie, but man, it goes there. Yeah, and sure like, does. and this is like not even. It's like, well, let's just no. back off on the sleaze a little. Let's it's not. It's boring.
2: Do it. It's not sexy. No. It's not about anything. It was just, it's just crap. It's about virus. But
0: it's like that whole. It you know came. It was directly spawned from yeah. from the the <laughs> basic instinct.
2: It's straight to video territory. If you made that movie with Shannon Worry, yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> and like Steve Railsback or oh, whatever, yeah.
1: original script for Night Eyes Three. Yeah,
2: it's it sucks. <laughs>
1: Uh, but there, there is a like Sharon Stone's character is uh, is positioned as like a a good person, and you kind of like her uh she's she seems nice enough yeah and then uh, and then when uh billy baldwin like reveals, <laughs> billy baldwin straight up reveals the fact that he's spying on everyone in the building including her which is just an insane violation yeah. and you would see like anybody else in the world first of all no way in hell anybody would reveal that they're doing this
0: to no. anyone for any reason <laughs> yeah. let alone someone they just met like a week ago it's or like something bruce like wayne that. telling vicky vale he's batman right hey, i'm batman right i mean is that cool <laughs> Oh geez, you're the first girlfriend I've ever had. Uh, Batman. <laughs> so, this is arguably more illegal than being <laughs> Batman, though. I mean, he could go to
1: jail, right, for a long time. time. Should,
0: and especially because
1: there are crimes going on that yes. he doesn't
2: report, like the oh, the man molesting his daughter. Yeah. No, but then he, he, he yeah that was. He's that like, part. I talked
1: to him. You won't do it anymore. He, as they, soon as she sees, but he she's but he goes, watching it. Oh yeah, he molests her all the yeah. time. He's been doing it for weeks. He How about that, that huh? It,
0: it She's right. He goes, he goes, "She's right, you know. Every time they're alone together, he can't keep her hands off uh, His hands off her." And Sharon Stone doesn't first of all, her, she doesn't she goes, blink. she goes, "What else is on?" She doesn't, she doesn't <laughs> say anything. And then she sees him in the elevator and she's like disapproving of this guy. You really shouldn't fuck your daughter, Man. sir. And then, yes. and then later on Billy Baldwin's like, "Oh, I uh, I called him and threatened him and told him not to do that." And you're like, "But you didn't. The landlord called. You didn't before? <laughs> Sharon it's, Stone's Billy Baldwin obviously
1: is hit that. What he's doing is unacceptable. The movie's. Yeah, but he's selling hit the it.
2: wall, man. He's jaded.
1: Yeah. The, but the movie's selling it as being sort of like dangerous and sexy. It's yeah. not right, but I mean, it sure is sexy. Yeah, sure, but it's Sharon sexy Stone to watch Stone this old like, couple find out that the husband has
2: <laughs> cancer. Yeah maybe maybe
1: and then the tumor's benign it's fine he rigged up multiple cameras and all the people who live in his building and this would be a national case that people would still be talking about today it's so wrong and then sharon stone sees it and is just like wow that's pretty sexy i'm kind of maybe bothered by it a little
0: (laughs) no it's fine (sighs) he's like why don't you just try it out and watch it for a while and she's like it's great actually i think sliver is a movie this is why i didn't want to watch it right after basic instinct because i was like this is not it's gonna i'm just gonna but you, there's it.
2: no way you would have ever liked
0: it. No, but I would have liked it less. I think I would have been like, uh, I wouldn't have, I would have been groaning through it instead of just going like, haha. I think that Sliver is like, uh, it either needed to be, it either need to be both, either to be better, a better movie, or sexier, or both of those things. I mean,
2: I think one, I think the second one means the first one.
0: No, but I mean, it could have been. That would
2: make it marginally better.
0: Because I think that, like, I think if they, if it had actually, like, if, you, if, you, if the movie was delving into this voyeurism and kind of d- treating it in a, in a better, in a real, more real way, it'd be like, okay, this is an interesting concept. Whereas this movie kind of goes like, right, huh? He looks at people anyway. I don't know. We don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> and or, or if it was was like, look at how look at how pervy this is. You'd be like, all right, well, it's not. This isn't good. But uh, yeah. you know, at least at least we got something out of it. But I instead, mean, it's uh, tepid, yeah. as you described yeah. it to me. And if you look and. <laughs> Quite tepid
2: like as we keep saying if you look at this after basic instinct you're like well you can see why the one is a legend and the yeah. other one you know it's like the, the the basic instincts is pop culture history and yeah. sliver is like who remembers that movie yeah
0: yeah us uh, so we remember yeah, it. we, we do it. now, now sliver
2: forcing. is
1: only known as the wake of basic instinct yeah. it's yeah. something that happened because of basic instinct well, yeah another thing that happened because of basic instinct yeah. for a good body. segue like well, that. Well, before we get to Body all oh, right damn right, it! can I read a couple of sleazy lines okay. for Of course, us? please do. The, the part that there it, are it, some good ones. And one of the reasons that I, one of the only reasons that I enjoyed this movie is, or I, I didn't enjoy it on the whole, but I did laugh a lot. Mm-hmm. It's stupid as fuck. The dialogue is stupid as fuck. And, and my favorite line in the whole thing is uh, when she closes the door on him when she's shooting out all of her, st- this is at the very end he's shooting out all of his TV screens and he's pounding on the door and at one point he goes, open this cock-sucking door. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was one uh, when I was that's watching with so, her r- roommate. So funny, he said too. He said, <laughs> we "We're just, we were just yelling. Open this cocksucking door." Uh, and okay. at one point, she's he,
1: he, Billy Baldwin first invites Sharon Stone to a date of working out. Yeah, that's cool, right? <laughs> well, that's before he revealed hey, baby, that he's. You want to come work out with
0: me? That's before he revealed he owns the building. He's acting like an awkward teenager, Taylor. right? Yeah. You look like you need to work out, baby. He's the nice guy in this scenario. And so you know. he's,
1: like, holding her hips while she does some sort of leg exercise. And, she, and he goes, and she goes, he's like, nice butt. And she goes, nobody's told me that in a long time. And he goes, that's because the wrong people are looking at it. <laughs> yeah oh uh, okay he's full of shit like that well he's all about who's looking at what isn't he <laughs> so then at one at one point she hands uh, or he hands her panties back to her after the panties, the panties scene and he goes put these on i wouldn't want you to catch a draft and she yep. goes i'm okay i'm pretty warm down there yep oh, yep jeez mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and i laughed out loud like this yeah. and multiple other it's, it's hysterical i will
0: say that like the dialogue that gross dialogue does almost Oh, in some Esther ways, make up, make up for make up for not being like pervy in other ways, but it's like uh-huh. uh, it's kind Esther of. Like, but yeah. it's also like it doesn't quite keep the movie. If every line was like that, it, the movie would be would be more fondly or would be remembered at all. But uh, yeah, all right, ratings. Yeah,
3: oh, God.
0: I know. One Douglas. This didn't feel sleazy at all. Wow.
2: Maybe two. I gotta maybe give it two.
1: it two and two. I'm gonna getting at two and a half Douglases.
0: Yeah, I was gonna go with I was gonna go with two two and a half because it's like doing it's like doing stuff, but it's not it doesn't really quite get there. It's like you know some of the other movies we watched or don't even I don't even tread that territory at all. But this was this was at least like it's got a whole overhead shot of the camera spinning as it zooms <laughs> in on uh, Billy Baldwin just porking her on the bed,
1: and yeah. I was like that wow that <laughs> was something. And you're
0: also like who's moving the camera at this point if he's in there fucking her. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, technical questions give it aside, two and a half because it uh, it is
1: technically shows you some sleazy yeah. stuff, but doesn't have the courage of its convictions.
0: Yeah, I give it two, two. Well, I give it two Judds. Yeah, it does two, have two it, does, it does it right. does have a mystery in it, so it's like, but it's like not doesn't. It doesn't. How many Judds? Um, two and two. Two doubles. Two, and two. two, two judds. Yeah. Like two right. juds all around. All right, we're all yeah pretty much on the same Travis for this and I, one. Travis and I felt it was the sle- the sle- it was a little sleazier than Matt, but only like a tiny bit <laughs> yeah alright
2: also I have a famously high tolerance for that stuff, the so dialogue I think the dialog is going to be the guy who's like not sleazy
0: enough <laughs> I think the fact that the dialogue made us laugh out loud was <laughs> yeah. uh, pushed it over the edge just you it's reading those funniest. lines made me go yeah okay that's it's pretty the funniest cool. of all of these that, that panties scene alone which you could take out of the movie and the movie would still be okay. the same mm-hmm. essentially
1: have you ever seen animals make love Frank it's intense it's violent we're not animals Yes, we are. She is a beautiful woman.
2: But when this trial is over, you will see her no differently than a gun or a knife or
0: any other instrument used as a weapon. All right, um,
1: body of evidence. Yeah. 93?
0: Mm-hmm. What, a, what an early 90s this we is had. The,
1: this is a true knockoff.
0: And this one's just, yeah, this is... Straight you know, up basic instinct. Someone yeah. told me, too, that, and I don't know if this is true or if this is just a Hollywood rumor, but I'm going to spread it again. Is that uh spread it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Uh, is that uh Madonna went out for basic instinct and they were like no. And she was like mad, and so she was mad that Sharon Stone did. not she was like, "Well, I could fucking do better than that." And she then sure can. This movie, and I don't know if that's true, but the answer is no. She, no, can't. she can't. And also, no, Madonna is not as good actress as Sharon Stone no. in any regard. I no. think
1: the best thing that you can take away from Body of Evidence is, uh, boy, it ain't, if you if you think it's easy to do what Sharon Stone does in uh, Basic in Instinct. Basic Instinct, watch Body of Evidence, and Madonna isn't even close. It's, and it's, if you
2: think my if you think it's easy for Michael Douglas to do what he's doing, watch Willem oh, Dafoe, who is. Will who DeFoe. I think you and I will you will we will all agree that we prefer Willem Dafoe as an actor mm-hmm. to Michael yes. Douglas, oh, right? Absolutely Hands Michael down. Douglas is great in basic instinct. Willem Dafoe is terrible in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um but apparently they were dating at the time too, which is Oh. Defoe and Madonna? Yeah, I mean, I... I be, yeah. Defana? Yeah. D- D- Defana? I mean, I also think you can kind of tell Mufo? because of the Mufo. way he just, like, eats <laughs> her pussy out in that one scene. He just straight up <laughs> eats her he just, face. like, buries his fucking face in there. This, I mean, this this I'm all for it. This movie is but more
1: graphic than Basic it's
2: Instinct. It's more graphic. That's the thing I will give it over Sliver, is that it's definitely racy. It, it has
0: less... It has, like, almost less nudity than Basic Instinct, but has more graphic sex scenes somehow yes. still. it opens with it Madonna grosser, with, like, a, videota- a
1: TV playing a videotape of Madonna just fucking right yeah. a guy. And, and it's like, holds for the shot for like a minute. There's, you know, all the, there was like all
2: the attention paid to the like half a second shrouded in darkness shot of Sharon Stone's vagina in Basic Instinct, but yeah. Madonna is fully naked in this the whole time.
1: time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's Yeah, this is definitely more racy. If you ever wanted to become tired <laughs> of looking at Madonna's boobs, this yeah. is the movie for you because you're like, Madonna's boobs again?
0: Yeah. Ugh. I'm so
1: sick of those things. <laughs> guy well, Ritchie.
0: Well, like, do you guys ever look at? Uh, do you guys ever look at Madonna's sex book? No. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever see
2: that Saturday Night Live sketch? Did you the... have you
0: guys ever seen the book? It's <laughs> yeah. It's not good. It's like it that sucks.
1: Is so horny. We're gonna
0: it's, have to rate Madonna's sex book also. It sucks in the same way that Body of Evidence sucks. It's like not. It's like yeah, you know the thing where you get naked, but you're not doing anything right. with it. <laughs> Well,
1: should we summarize the plot of Body of Evidence? I the, guess the plot of Bi- Body of Evidence is hysterical
2: and, and well, hilarious in the abstract. It, as you said, the movie opens with Madonna fucking this guy on a videotape. It's, it's on a videotape. Crime has already been the crime. The crime let's the quotas, not use quote, crime. Let's not use that yes. word crime. <laughs>
1: the, uh, my, uh, I think I sent this text to you. But my alternate title for this movie would have been this tr- would have never gone to <laughs> never trial. Got trial. No way in hell. A judge the Star would let
2: Chamber would have to have draft. to have sent somebody after Madonna at the end of this movie. Yeah, because the
1: judge would be like, I'm what the fuck is wrong with you this will, never, this, this will never this will never make
2: it through appellate court yeah, yeah never appellate court, <laughs> appellate court. <laughs> so madonna's madonna's <laughs> fucking this guy this old rich dude and he uh, dies
1: right because the sex is so because the sex is so strenuous. good it's, it's so, so good. hot
2: so he dies and she is charged with murder because allegedly she fed him some coke and okay. his heart condition he would have known that his heart condition precluded him doing the coke, so of course he would have never done blow and fucked a hot girl. Uh, so they basically are saying that she's culpable for his death. Uh-huh. And they put her up on murder, on murder charges. Murder. First degree murder because they believe it was premeditated because he had like a $8 million insurance policy, life insurance policy, mm-hmm. that she was the beneficiary of for yes. some reason.
1: That's and, and that's no, the plot. no component of that. I mean, the, the, the obviously the main the, what they wanted to say with this movie is Madonna fucked a, fucked a guy to death. Yeah. See, killed him with sex. That's what they're what they're trying to get at with. But then, of course, they were like, "That seems like that wouldn't go to trial." So, like, we put in this coke thing. But also, right. but that doesn't really mm-hmm. hold water either because no. Apparently, like, she the guy's not the guy to...
2: subject to free will and yes. was forced to do the cocaine. The whole movie is just this blaming
1: blaming guys or blaming Madonna for guys being ir- finding her irresistible. Irresistible. Look, the guys can't not fuck her. <laughs> they gotta fuck her. She's irresistible. So she's gotta go to jail. Well, that's what happens to Willem
2: Dafoe, her uh, her attorney, who, poor, who, poor Willem Dafoe, who immediately finds himself embroiled in a sexual affair with this woman, despite being married to the very lovely Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Moore. That's, that's <laughs> right. Julianne Moore. Yeah. Julianne Moore, who was also around the same time in The Hand That Rocks the Cradle. Oh, wow. Which is you got to see. It's great. You got to start somewhere. Um, that might be a good one to do later. Oh, we're absolutely doing that. But, uh, but anyway... Uh, so, yeah, there's no crime here. No. I, I really don't think that she could be charged with any crime. But despite that, there are still all kinds of weird procedural things. Cause as we said earlier, this is like heavy,
1: heavy courtroom drama. Like There's mm-hmm. a lot of courtroom
2: stuff in this. A lot of
1: people saying sex stuff in Sex courtrooms stuff in court. And, and people in the, in the audience murmuring. Ugh. Um, oh, oh, she said nipples.
0: <laughs> nipples. Too, too much goddamn courtroom there's stuff. There's
2: all kinds of procedural stuff. Like She gets charged with murder and arrested and then cut to... They're driving her home in the car. Like, there's no arraignment. She doesn't even have like a bail hearing. And then later on during the trial, like, uh, Willem Dafoe will present evidence, exculpatory evidence for Madonna. But it's like, not. We haven't seen any investigation. Like, at no point do the characters in this movie go about like figuring out what's going on. There are just scenes in the courtroom where uh, Willem Dafoe or, or the prosecuting attorney Joe Montagna will go like, "But isn't it true that this thing happened? What a twist!" <laughs> and and that's just it.
0: The my uh, favorite part about that is that every is that they present these twists, and then you're saying the the uh, the, the the audience in the in the courtroom says, "Oh, murmur, 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 murmur," and the judge. The judge keeps yelling at the audience, and at one point <laughs> at makes them leave. Yes. and then later brings them back. Later, they're back. They're back in there, and then the same thing happens. She goes, "Don't make me make. Don't make me make you leave again." And yeah. you're like, "Why did you bring them back?"
1: Well, this Why trial
0: he... is too salacious and sexy. There's a lot of halalahit in... counselor in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> takes place in Portland, Oregon. Yes, by shot the way. in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, yeah. very, yeah.
1: very obviously so too. They yeah. really wanted to hype the, the Portland on location yeah. stuff. Well, there's a
0: line where Madonna says this. Uh, Portland's, Portland's a small town. I even dated a guy. I even dated a guy who dated a woman that you dated, or Mr. something. Mr. Mantania, and yeah. Mantania's supposed to. And then he's like, "Oh," and the audience goes, oh, "Huh? Oh my! Oh, oh this, is, um, this it's all. And it's all so fucking boring. <laughs> the only real, the
1: only actual story that exists in this movie is actually Joe Mantegna's character. Right? <laughs> why is he taking this to trial? Why? Do, he why hates Madonna. He, this he hates
2: Madonna, as evidenced by the scene at the end. Where she is, she's acquitted. Uh, well, let's we'll get to the, yeah. That's my favorite. That's my favorite thing. Uh, she's so hard. she's eventually acquitted of this not murder, but then confesses to actually having done it on purpose. <laughs> to
0: to <laughs> well, she's you she know, wanted in, the eight million bucks. Inadvertently confesses to it because uh, William Defoe's still obsessed with her. So after they win their court case, spoiler that they like win the court case, and then she go, he goes to her place to like. Fucker or see her or something because he's obsessed and then she's talking to somebody and you don't see who it is but then it turns out it's a surprise witness uh, Jürgen Procknow. Yeah. who who was like there and then she makes Jürgen Procknow mad but she'd actually done it for the money and then she makes him mad he starts shooting her blah 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 she ends up getting shot and drowning or something anyway Joe Mantegna fucking show, they're, like, shows up at the end and he's talking to Willem Dafoe and they're like something, something. He's like, too bad Madonna died. Too, too bad you didn't win or something. He's like, but I did. And they're wheeling her body away, and you're like, that's not how the justice system <laughs> no, works. You, you don't win, win because she died. If fucking OJ Simpson fucking got m- killed by a truck or by a person immediately after getting acquitted, I guess, I guess the Marsha Clark wouldn't go. We won this case. Yep. <laughs> uh, you congratulations to us. You However, there were rumors lost.
2: that. that- People applauded in the theater when her body was wheeled out. Nobody the applauded of the movie. anything in, this movie in the theater. <laughs> well, this was like considered well, like a legendarily bad movie. I they that
0: had an NC-17. That may, they I may could have see a, that. They may have been applauding because they knew the movie was over. Yeah.
1: Here, here's my thing. Even even at the very end, when Madonna's like the, the the mask comes off and she's like, "Yeah, that's right. I did it all." And, and it's even even when she's confessing to piece by piece, you're like, "I still don't think it's a crime." Yeah, I mean, I still don't think this I was a crime. I gave him some coke and I fucked him, and I was hoping he. Die. If she I said mean, that what if to he the didn't cops die? when they showed up. She's like, "I gave him coke and I fucked him, and he died of a heart attack." I, you know, he had a um, insurance signed over to me. They'd be like, "Well, all right, Sorry yeah, for your loss, ma'am. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> we're going to charge you with a uh, possession. We certainly aren't going to take this to trial. That would be they embarrassing could, they for could everyone." Maybe
2: get her on like involuntary manslaughter, maybe, maybe.
1: but they wouldn't even bother. I, I
0: think, it think it was. Like, I cares? think it would get off, and it, it would go. It maybe did from, you? Like, did uh, you rape uh, this man? No, no. He, he, he he liked it yeah
1: he liked coke uh, then he liked the fucking end. me maybe, yeah, maybe, the maybe
0: like they could get some money from a civil case maybe that's sure. a bad, that's but it
1: would still be surprising and I think like the judge would be like okay, alright it's entirely Even possible she... that
2: the insurance company would be like well we're not paying that
1: <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> are you guys fucking kidding me <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's um. That's the whole movie, though. That's the whole movie. Well, I mean, it's and it's interspersed with like gross sex scenes between her and there, Willem Dafoe. There Defoe. are two
2: really good gross sex <sighs> scenes in this. Boy, oh boy. The first is the infamous candle wax scene, which boy. I think we all remembered, even if you weren't real yes. familiar with. I don't think this is trailer, everybody but it's in the trailer. Me. They're fucking, and she's pouring candle wax. She pours hot melted candle wax like on his dick <laughs> while they're having sex. I was talking goes, with it Kevin. Cuts, ah. it, cuts to, it
0: cuts to a close-up of him going. <sighs>
3: Ouch. Yeah. jeez.
2: Oh, I mean like
0: right on my dick. And that cuts right back to them having sex and you're like, I don't know. I, could I mean not stay hard if someone poured hot candle <laughs> wax on my dick. You're not into the kinky shit, man. It's not
2: that I'm
1: not into it, you're I not just advanced. think that
2: the pain would be too much. This is black diamond sex, brother. I mean, I'm into nipple clamps, you know, whatever you want. Go on. Don't. Uh
1: <laughs> this okay just like aesthetically like i'm not into SM or anything like that but if people who are congratulate you know right. I, c- I celebrate you sure. uh, but there's a scene where she's like pouring wax and then champagne on his like stomach right. and then she like licks the wax off of him and then has like wax on her lips and she like licks the wax into her mouth and you're just like gross <laughs> that's just like ew like it's not sexy to watch a woman lick chunks of wax into her mouth and apparently just eat it. Yeah, that's the thing is for how for how graphic and sort of racy the sex scenes are.
2: They're not erotic. They're scary. <laughs> the one in the uh, the, just, second sex the second section. the second section in the parking lot It's kind of like okay. For- well, that one's pretty intense because like she stands on the hood of a car, he hikes up her skirt and just like. Buries his face in her. She shatters her the light
1: bulb above she the car. She shatters
2: the light bulb above the car, and then after he's done eating her out. Then she lies him down on the hood of the car, which is covered in broken glass, and sits on
1: his face. Yeah. And it's just like, holy crap. Like, it's <laughs> he up, he's got glass digging into his into back, he's bleeding. back, he's
0: bleeding. Profusely. It's, it's supposed to be how, how like, how hard they are into it, you know? Should it's we a... have a safe
1: word? Nope,
0: okay. <laughs> no, the right, safe then. word is no. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then his, and he, again, I can't stress this enough. He is married to a very time. lovely, successful woman. <laughs> and frankly, too patient. Actually, <laughs> a, she's like, hey, look, I'm sick of you showing up here with sex burns and cuts off your body. There's also a gratuitous. Are you going to stop uh, fucking this woman or what? Maybe. Maybe. There's there's maybe not. A which she says in front uh, of their child. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's true. There's a gratuitous like her job. Sex scene between Julianne Moore and Will. And yes, the very graphic. Too, which is actually the more, the most graphic of all the sex scenes that. But the also the least terrifying. Well, <laughs> right, I mean, they're it's just, the most no- having it's vanilla a, sex. It's the most normal sex scene, but. um and the, and and it to me amusingly like <laughs> least when, when it when, when
1: they're done fucking he's done fucking Julianne Moore and she like <laughs> gets up and runs off to the shower he kind of goes like mm, yeah, like this is maybe pretty milk maybe, maybe it didn't do it for me <laughs> maybe I need more than well
0: because he supposedly is supposed to be into that because there's a whole scene where he, Madonna's like I can just look around a room and see who's into this kinky shit and he goes oh do it then and she does it and then he goes who who was it did you see she's like did you see someone he's like she's like mm hmm and he goes oh who was it and she's like. I don't want to say because it's him, <laughs> I guess. Although she's probably just playing him, because I think that's the whole the whole thing is supposed to be like basic instinct, where like this this hot lady's playing this this guy the whole time to help her get away right. with a crime. But it like doesn't it doesn't work at all. First of all, because fucking half of it is a goddamn courtroom movie, and then also because it's fucking boring to look at there's, the whole time. Those not sex a crime. scenes are not even. I can't even stress how not scary or sexy or anything those sex scenes are. They're just they're just sort of boring and weird. Like, but in a bad way. Like, this is kind of. I don't think this is even how it would work when you're into that kind of stuff. Like, it just seems like no, it's very boring. It seems very like for a movie that's supposed to be like so. So it was like hot danger. watch Madonna. yeah, exactly. you're like uh. Madonna at her
1: like in her erotic in that yeah. erotic phase where she, <laughs> in the in the sex book where yeah. she was just like Madonna's mm-hmm. bringing the scary sex to the rubes. Yeah, what do you think of that? It, so bad. And everybody was like, nah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of yeah she got real sexy with like uh, Like a Prayer and that whole album and it was like Madonna because she's always been sexy yeah. and this one she was like what if I really pushed that
0: and yeah. everyone was like nah not really well and I'm a I'm a big fan of the movie uh, Dick Tracy and I don't think she's particularly good in that she's well suited for that because it's a very heightened movie and so she so she works As, she has Stax McGillicuddy so she works better in that <laughs> what's, what's her name Breathless Mahoney
3: <laughs>
0: right you're right <laughs> Breathless Mahoney um, who also turns out to be the the bad guy who's killing all the other bad guys in the movie too. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right. Anyway, the blank, but she pulls off a mask at the end of that and turns out to be the killer. And you're like, oh, okay, oh, it was Madonna. The end of this, when she turns out she did it or whatever, you're like, is this movie still fucking on? <laughs> I really didn't. I really can't stress how much I didn't like this movie. Although it did make me laugh several times, I was just sort of like, ah. I, I found
2: this movie pretty entertaining in a in a sort of a so bad. I mean, yeah, in a, in yes. that in that regard, in that way, I was
0: like enjoying watching it, but I was also kind of like,
2: just, just let's get this over. There's with. probably a really good "My Year of Flops" article on this one somewhere. Oh, I
0: bet. I mean. It, it it is kind of
1: in in a lot of ways a quintessential fun bad movie because the premise is just, like just right out of the gate the premise is stupid, and then it's got you know Madonna in it that's yeah. that's interesting she's terrible the Green Goblins in it Green Goblins in it Avenge me Madonna and I love
0: Willem Willem Dafoe I is love a great him, yeah. actor He's a great actor yes um not but in like, this movie no no not in this movie well I mean it's him and Mantegna are both the kind of actors that like given <laughs> good material can't given, stress enough that Joe Mantegna is in this movie given good material are like fucking nail it but they're also the kind of actors that given bad material will just go for it still like mm. you know Ma- you know mantania came up with mammoth and shit so he's just like he's chewing those he's like devouring that dialogue he's yelling in the court he's he's into it and everything he says sounds so fucking stupid and you're like i'm not i'm not a lawyer i'm never gonna go to law school i, I- what yeah. the, f- what the fuck is what the fuck is this? This isn't this isn't how anybody sounds in a courtroom. It's an erotic thriller, Kevin. <laughs> but like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fat Tony. <laughs> but like, it's so it's, so like it's so those guys just like like punching way way below their weight class too. Madonna like is like sadly punching up, punching. This up. <laughs> is absolutely Madonna's uh, weight class, I would
1: have to say. You know. Like no, this she is
2: can a... be good. She's good in like uh, Dick Tracy. She's good in The League of Their Own.
1: Well, like I said, she's good in Dick Tracy I don't think she can because... carry a movie. Because Dick no, Tracy's well, like no an
0: ensemble yeah. cast of, of like ridiculous characters, and she just sort of melts into that. And she's good in like Desperately Seeking Susan because she was really young and that was a fun script. And, and that, that movie's
2: then... about how she's like a like in a yeah. non-entity. Again, she's like an enigma. In that but again, movie. League of
0: Her Own, she's like part. Of, like, this great yeah. ensemble cast, and you're like, okay, yeah, Madonna's pretty fun in this, but like trying to carry the movie as, and she, as like, a sex spot. What like, about Evita? <laughs> I'm sure God, someone's I'm, seen that yeah, before. I'm I like that sure, movie. If anybody's oh. seen Evita, please email us. Mm, I'll, I'll just, send you an email. Just say, I have seen, just send us an email saying, I have seen, not bad. I have seen Evita. Anybody that's a, a real person, not mad From the director of the Commitments, that's <laughs> right, Alan Parker. Yeah. Um. Oh, what was that? I? You know, say. Stone
1: was supposed to do Evita for a while.
0: Interesting. That would have been better. Huh? I would have watched it then.
1: (laughs) Well, just coming back to Stone again, like that. She's obviously just no. I mean Oliver Stone. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was like, Sharon Stone sings. Okay, Um, but. uh there's the, the one of the main things that they're trying to do is the exact same thing that you see a lot in Basic Instinct where Sharon Stone is being irresistible and being right. seductive and uh, and she's getting all in uh, Michael Douglas's space this is like earlier in the movie getting right up next to him being like well, what's up shooter that, do you think that's bad shooter huh? yeah. am I naughty and he's just like oh, I, I, I don't want to <laughs> lean in and make out with all you all the blood is in my cock stop. right now and you, and you kind of buy it because Sharon Stone is, is so good in that movie you're kind of like damn that, that lady is Terrifying. Yeah. In, in that sort of way and in this one Madonna's trying to do a lot of the same thing and, and Willem Dafoe's going like oh my god and then are like I don't know we're like oh my <laughs> god <You're> like, <laughs> you, you could see <laughs> well, that's what Willem I mean, Dafoe being it... kind of like can you st- step back a couple steps there Madonna <laughs> yeah. please <That's>, I mean, <laughs> you're, you're getting very close just, to a breath. it's in? him <laughs>
0: just having to, it's ha- him having to really really like pull out all the tra- acting training he has oh, to like god. make it work and even it, even just to make it work on a plot level like do I gotta make th- I gotta make this I have to say the dialogue and I need to I make mean, He's definitely the best
2: actor I've ever seen act that like he's getting wax poured on his balls. <laughs> Defoe, and I've Defoe seen I've seen actual pornography where guys <laughs> really are getting wax pour, poured on their balls. Yeah. Defoe is very convincing. <laughs>
1: ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is this what it, the whole thing's gonna be like? God <laughs> I mean, it could All have right. been worse.
2: It could have been like that Barbe Schroeder movie, Maytress, where the guy gets his dick nailed to a board.
0: Well wow. oh, We'll have to cover that later. Yeah, <laughs> also, uh, also, so uh, Jürgen Prochnow is in this movie. German crotch Yeah. just pops up. Jürgen Prochnow. it's me, Jürgen Prochnow. Um, yeah, <laughs> so Madonna kind of just of, won't fuck uh, him. Uh, won't go- uh, hi, <laughs> Madonna, why want to fuck me? Please fuck me. Oh. Jürgen Prochnow. I was a
1: your boat
2: captain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am in most of you ebo's movies.
0: Sorry. We're both German. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm not the other Czechy Karyo, the
1: Russian guy. That's <laughs> Frank a Langella, guy. also in this movie. That's right, just pops up towards the end. Punching and below insane. his weight class Humi- well. His character's
2: humiliated because it turns out he's queer.
1: But they say it while, he, while he's in while he's court. While he's in court, they out like, him
0: publicly. you like she Frank goes, Frank Langella, you should yes, not have stayed to yes, watch yes, this yes. trial. And then, goes, and then he walks out like a goes, moping puppy. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's... It's very <laughs> gross. It's pretty gross. It's pretty gross. You're like, jeez, uh, okay. The movie, uh, the movie that...
1: Madonna is unable to portray a sexy lady, and that's mm. kind of shocking. Madonna, that's that was her, her whole thing. wheelhouse. It's yeah. like Michael Jordan it, not being able to dunk or something. It yeah, it's like, like, like if he
3: was
2: bad at basketball in Space Jam. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> Why am I watching this? I want to see him be good. It feels like it should be her wheelhouse, but I think that like the Madonna that was famous for being sexy is like she's sexy, sexy in a different, yes. in a different Music way. Videos are different, and movies. like it's like watching her in these movies where she's supposed to be like this sex pot. Fatal, you're like you're no, you're not that you are, but like you know, that's not. Oh it's God. not the like sex
2: positive like girl power Madonna that that got famous for being but, sexy yeah, in the true. '90s,
0: right? Or even like in the late '80s with like the like a prayer and all that mm-hmm. shit, you know? Whereas like this is like very much someone like this is very much fighting the, against the system and this the controversial
2: like, trolling Madonna without yeah. any of the substance. Yeah,
0: exactly. You're just like, oh, okay. that's what I do. I fuck.
2: Is that a lot? An actual alliance? <laughs> like, see, death. I don't remember this the dialogue. This is when the
1: mask comes off, and she's and he's like, "So then you fucked him to death." That's what I do. I fuck, fuck. What else? Uh, what else we got here? This is at the, the opening with this was the crazy cop banter when they've when there's a dead body in the room. <laughs> Guys, please have some and have so, some respect. So, so somebody looks at the um, at the TV screen. It's Montana and someone else, and just like, "Nice quality, nice ass." <laughs> Ooh, nice voice, I like the Montaigne. No, okay, I'm sorry. Nice quality,
0: nice ass. That is a nipple clamp.
1: How do you know? And then someone goes, "He's from L.A." <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> That's how he knows what a nipple man. clamp is.
0: Because you have to be from L.A. Because Portland, Oregon, as, as everybody <coughs> well well knows, is not at all a perverted hotbed of kink. There's no kink in There's Portland. There's no kink in Portland. There's not, it's not the uh, city with the uh, most uh, strip clubs. <laughs> per square foot. You could get a steak at a strip club here, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, I know, that never comes up once and I'm like, come on. <laughs> I'm gonna deliver but this all- woman fucked
2: a man to death.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna deliver all the rest of these lines in Joe Mantegna's Please voice do. regardless of whether do he the said them or not. the Tony voice, yeah. Ever see animals make love, Frank? <laughs> it gets very violent but they never really hurt each other.
0: <laughs> Madonna saying that, I believe.
1: Yeah, it's Madonna <laughs> that. This is one of Willem Dafoe's kids talking to him. Can you really screw someone to death? <laughs> He's like, no, nah, nah, nah. Ah, Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's my job to prove no. And then at one point, the judge is always saying hilarious, like Dan rather <laughs> common homonyms and stuff. But at one point, she goes, uh, if you're just bottom feeding, you're going to choke on the mud. <laughs> wow. That's a pretty, a pretty good tagline to go <laughs> with this movie, I would say. <laughs> Please address me as sir or your honor. Uh,
0: yeah, and I think that, I don't know, since we're down in the mud, let's just leave it there. Yeah. I body, leave, of let's leave evidence. body of evidence down in the mud. We're fucking. Let's belongs. do Jud's first. I'm giving
2: this three Juds. Really interesting. That's you, fun. It was fun it to watch.
0: Fun. I'm giving it. I'm giving it a one Jud. Ooh. Wow. Because I think it's a shitty. My, I think it's a shitty mystery and a bad movie. I think it's like a because ba- the mis the whole the whole plot of the movie, like we said, doesn't even. The, no. It's not. There's no crime no plot. I, there's found no that, crime. I found that so very no entertaining. Yeah. I found it entertaining, but on the Judd scale, I didn't find that it was a good. It was a good mystery, but I found it entertaining on the scale of like. Uh, I would give it. F- Four stars oh, we forgot of, to mention that
2: Ann Archer, it? who's the girl, the lady from oh, a whole Narrow Margin. Narrow Margin, yeah. She's the, the, the witness right. of Narrow Margin, shows up in this as a, she had also, as a key witness. She
0: had also been fucking this guy. Very yes. problematic witness. Yeah, who's, the whole thing with the coke. Remember, remember she
2: her. takes Willem Dafoe to the, to, the, to the doctor to get her medicine, and it's white powder, but she snorts. ostensibly for (laughs) menstrual cramps it's it's Mm -hmm. like aspirin yeah Yeah. anyway Uh, how many jets for you Uh, i'm giving
1: it two and a half i love the uh, it's fun i mean it's stupid as hell but i like the idea of it's amusing to me at least the idea of a movie that uh, the whole movie's premise is flawed from start to finish, yeah. just the idea of this even going to trial and being a crime, regardless of how you slice it, yeah. is stupid. And so the whole thing is going on inertia that doesn't exist, and that's funny to me, uh, but it's terrible. And then, uh, and then Douglas's, I give it three Douglas's. Interesting,
2: because the, the it's yeah. it's racy. Even if I didn't find it erotic or sleazy, it's just like damn, they I went gonna, for
1: it. I was
0: going to say I'm I'm, I'm going to only give it. I was going to only give it three because huh. I feel like. It's the type of movie that's asking you to go right. This is like real. This is some real sleazy hot shit, and I'm like, well, yeah, it didn't you guys, turn me on. You guys don't really, you don't. Oh, no, really...
1: is that what we're going for with the Douglases?
2: I mean, I'm okay to be turned on by the gross stuff. I mean, sure. I just didn't
0: think. I just honestly say what you want about basic instinct. It's it's hot. I just also well, I also just didn't think it was quite like it was like not quite like the uh, the tepid mess that sliver is, where you're like, no. well, nothing's no. nothing. Nothing even happens here. But it was also like it felt like it was trying so hard yeah. to be. Hot that you're like, that it like backfired and it went back and I was kind of like, none of this is very sleazy because it's so mannered and so forced. It felt like forced sleaziness, like Madonna's sex book.
1: I got, I got, I gotta go like four Douglases and maybe four and a half. I mean, I didn't find it titillating or I wasn't turned on, but it, but it's just fucking boobarama. It's like <laughs> graphic ass sex scenes, like all it's it sleazy as
0: hell. Yeah, I don't know. I just there's a scene where
1: Willem Dafoe's just eating around. On yeah, top I know. Of a that's car. why I give it three. Is I, for went, that scene I went, alone. Yeah, that's like that's why, I went like several times. I was yeah. watching it. I went like, oh my god. god. And that and to me, that's that's the meaning of the There are the parts when I go like Jesus. Oh no, yeah, I'm
0: not made it rating the Douglas scale based on what turned me on. I just didn't think it was it didn't quite it didn't sleaze it up for me. Do we enough. have to come up with another scale? No, it wasn't like, I think this is good. It wasn't it wasn't slimy. It wasn't slimy enough for me. I thought it would be, but it was like, yeah. hey, you guys, you just you're not doing it. You're not doing it. you're just not sliming it up fair. for me.
1: We can interpret it, we can interpret the Douglases any way we want. You know, also,
0: I mean, it's unfair because Basic Instinct has Michael Douglas in it. Yeah, like. You know, and we so, can't let
1: that influence it, though.
0: I mean, you can't, but you're going to have to. Yeah. What are we going to do
1: when we get to disclosure?
0: Uh, oh, I can't
1: wait. Uh, that is a, a quintessential uh, good-bad movie. So some so some yeah, disagreement I, I on
0: it. the on our ratings, our rating system at the end here on Body of Evidence, but I feel like we all felt about the same about way. About the same about, about sure, it,
1: yeah. Sure. It's garbage. Uh, it's pretty
0: pretty disposable. Uh, trash that was that was literally just because of Basic Instinct so thanks thank Basic Instinct for Body of Evidence thanks Basic Instinct (laughs) for (laughs) Sliver and Body of Evidence Um, appreciate it so Uh, what are we doing next uh, time we're gonna gonna do Haas. we're gonna continue on Haas. Haas, so we're gonna watch Jagged Edge Betrayed and Jade Jade Jade. William Friedkin's Jade so uh, (laughs) until then really Oh boy! I'm very excited. <laughs> it's kind of not terrible. Well, we're not going to talk about it right now. We're going to talk about it next time. All so right. until then, the suspense is killing us. What? And we're back. Yeah. Sorry about that. We forgot. Oh, we the, forgot something. We forgot important. the most important part of the podcast. The whole reason to, we're doing this, <laughs> you know. So, uh, so we bear- can come up with Mad Magazine
2: parody titles for these movies. Yep. Now, we should talk about that, especially because. Mad Mag, The actual Mad Magazine parody title of Basic Instinct is maybe the greatest Mad Magazine parody title it's ever. It's up there.
0: Top five. What are your other
2: ones that you like?
0: Mad Magazine titles? Yeah. Crocodile, dum- Crocodile, Crocodile, Crocodile Dummy. Crocodile
2: Dummy. <laughs> In Banana Jones and His Last Crude Days. Possibly
0: my personal favorite. Yeah.
2: It's uh, just so torture. Batty Man.
0: Batty <clears throat> uh, I Man. Oddfather. I'm partial to Ek Files just because yeah. it's so lazy.
2: But the actual Mad <laughs> Magazine parody for Basic Instinct was, drumroll... Basically, it stinks. Yeah, it's so good. Perfect. So you can't perfect. really do any better than that. You can't do better than that. And that's try. why I'm not. I don't even have one for basic instinct. Because no. what's the point? Yeah.
1: No, I don't think we should even bother to try to, to no. top that. I mean, that's a, that's amazing work.
0: What, what do we got then? You go. for You people. got
1: any? Uh, well, I mean, you've got obviously bawdy, like body,
2: body, b a
0: w d y of evidence. I had evidence. Okay. Yeah. I had I had I shoddy yeah. of evidence. Oh, shoddy. I was gonna say booty. Of evidence. of evidence well i think we all agree
2: evidence is the only <laughs> way to go here
1: i can't think of anything else
0: i had slobber
1: slobber, slobber. that's Slaver. so good. no Sla- slavers look little gross yeah yeah no i think slobber is a word that people use
0: yeah and i couldn't think there's not a better one for basic and insta- Shudder. basically nah, that yeah. like a horror that's movie. not really yeah, it's that's, a,
2: there's a channel
0: yeah so i don't know that's all i got i got yeah. Boobie, or we could do some Shiller evidence. Shiller like, okay. Cause Mad Magazine Likes to likes to talk yeah, yeah. about money. People Call people yeah. greedy yeah. And, and cause it was basic, Essentially like a Cash grab for more Of that basic instinct money It's yeah. spot on yeah, You, so can, like, you can actually
2: I found an Imgur folder That has the scans Of the basically It stinks Parody I read the whole thing The other day It's a lot of jokes About like People are bisexual Nowadays It's
1: weird Oh
2: boy Oh I can't tell If it's a boy or a girl Ooh. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> Controversy, well, yeah. but they, it's also the the art is very very racy for Mad. Like there's nudity in it. It's
0: wow, like, really?
1: Yeah, oh, I kind of want to see. So that I now. like.
0: Uh, I think. Bo- I think body. Body of, of evidence. evidence is Perfect. the winner here. Yeah. and and I think I think that um, Schiller uh, beats out Slobber. You think so? I, okay. Yeah, because Schiller, because I like the idea of it. I like the idea of them making fun of it for being. It a is cash one draft. of the weird things that Bad <laughs> Magazine did. <laughs> but it is, or but also movies of being greedy. But it is also that's like the only, you know that's what happened is that that movie got greenlit because yeah. Basic Instinct was popular. So they went, we got Sharon Stone for this movie. Okay, uh, we can make money off of this. Go go go! It's not it doesn't have to be very good. Make it in a month. Yeah,
1: but I think we can all agree that the actual real winner and will always be number one with the bullet basically basically it stinks. Alright. Thank you. All right, that's it. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, Bye guys. Again. Bye.